With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ibi, ibi. What up? Just a tick. There we a go. A tick? Tick. Not a tad? Not a tad. <laughs> tick or a tad, doesn't matter. <laughs> see the way Audacity has this new setup up here? Uh, hopefully it doesn't stop now. I don't know. We'll see, but I will, I'll pay attention to it. We'll see. I'm not sure why it was doing It's like every time we stare at it. Or we take our eyes yeah. off it. Yeah, that's weird. Because it, it's always like, I almost feel like it's still recording even though it's showing stop. Yeah. Because like every time we stop, it's right where we stop. Yeah. So it must just be, it must have been just loading. Maybe, maybe with the update. I maybe, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. All right, right. Ready? We shall see. Here we go. Yeah. You're listening to the XD Experience. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations. A new world order. All they do is taking a drink to take to go to sleep. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. Hello. My name's Forrest. Forrest Gump. <laughs> you may be wondering why the red suit. Well, that's so bad guys can't see me bleed. It's time to commit to finding the answer to search for life beyond Earth. Have a nice cold pint and wait for all this to blow over. You ever do Lion Face, Lemon Face? No? You ever do Lion Face, Lemon Face? What's that? So whenever I come down here and I'm like recording something by myself, like if I'm doing something like stupid, okay. I always get down here and I'm always like, Lion Face, Lemon Face, Lion Face. Why? Because Kevin Smith did it one time and I thought it was funny as shit. He's like lion face, lion face. I know that like when like you're a model and like you want to pose, but like have your lips out and stuff. You're supposed to say prune. Prune? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> All right, so welcome everybody. Episode ninety five. What up, yo? We said last week it was ninety five. I was wrong. It was ninety four. This is episode yeah, ninety five. I looked ninety ninety. Do you like my shirt? Yeah. What's going on there? Sturgill Simpson, man. Oh, okay. This is one of my birthday gifts. That you couldn't go to the concert. I didn't go, but she got me the record, and <laughs> she got me the record and the shirt. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, it works. Um, so we got some stuff. We got election stuff to talk about. Yes, I just got attacked by a bee. You did. <laughs> I don't know how a bee ended up down here, <laughs> it but hit me in the face, and Mike's like, "What? Is You're just sitting there all because you were like, oh, oh, I was like, I was like is she seizure on your phone?'" And I was like, "It's a bee." And Ed flew right. Must have flew right by me, and I didn't even see it. <laughs> he it murdered is. it. I I had to close my ears. No, it was it eyes. was suicided. He, <laughs> it knew too much about Hillary. It was suicide. It knew too much. <laughs> it said, suck um, this. It was like, ah, kamikaze B. <laughs> it was like, your election sucks, kamikaze, yeah. kill myself. Um, Poor guy. So yeah, like he's being all dumb because he's cold. Well, you know how they get stupid <laughs> where they're all like, oh, they turn into zombies. Can you freeze a bee and then bring it back to life? I don't know, but you can freeze a frog. I've I done that before. That. I think you can do it to a, a bee and then you put a string on it and then when it thaws, you have a bee on its string. I'm going to try this. Okay. We should have tried that. I know. I, I got a freezer right there. We could have just threw him in there. He's in the cup of water. He's drowned by now. No, he's consumed. He's drowned. He's drowned. Look, I hit him with a shoe like four times. No, that I was know. a big ass bee, though. I will I say know. that. It hit me right in the 
Maybe. It was a wasp. Maybe it, would it be fucked up if that was wasp from Ant Man and we just Aww. killed her? We just killed her. We murdered later her. Oh well, she yeah. shouldn't have flew in my face. Okay. Yes. <laughs> she like hit my face hard. <laughs> She's like, I'm coming in like a wrecking ball. Uh, we had some. We had some trailers. We're gonna play. Like I said, we got some election talk. I guess we should do the election talk up front, right? I mean, I guess so, right? Yeah. It makes more sense. But anyway, before that, and we also got some shows to talk about, and I will briefly touch on Doctor Strange because you have not seen yes, it yet. Yes, I have so, not seen it yet. But there's one thing I got to tell you that you're absolutely going to love about the cloak. Okay. All right, so that's all. That's the only spoiler I'm going to give. It's not really a spoiler. It just talks about the cloak. That's all I'm going to say. He rides on it? No. Oh. <laughs> I mean, like I guess he in. could, but um, <laughs> I'll, yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. So, uh okay. Yeah, so find us, xdexperience.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all over the place. XD Experiences, look us up. Yes. You'll find us. Google us. You'll find us somewhere, I'm sure. Yes. You can call and leave us a voicemail at 1-802-483-3682. Please call me. And we have a voicemail to play. Yes. In a bit. Have a voicemail. You haven't heard it. No, I'm not, I don't ever listen to the voicemails. Oh, okay. I, you know, I you always say. You did one. I did one because I didn't recognize a number. Oh, okay. And I was like, well, that's weird. You know what I mean? It was just a <laughs> random thing and i was yeah. like who the hell is that because you normally if i look at the states i can kind of judge who it is by yeah. people that call in a lot i didn't know that one okay um so we got that to talk about uh we got i want to talk to you about supergirl because something i gotta talk to you about on that they did something really cool this leave past it week it's not leave it to Don't beaver leave you got martians fight clubbing okay okay we're gonna talk about that in a bit we have the walking not allowed to talk about fight club first rule fight club don't <laughs> talk about fight club <laughs> you remember his name who well, Edward Norton's name in that? Uh, Tyler Durden. I forget his name. Something so easy, too. Think about it for a little bit. Okay. I'll leave that for you to ponder. Okay. Um, right. Fight Club is actually a fantastic movie. I, I like that movie Yeah, a lot. I can watch it all the time. So it we, was actually it was set in Wilmington, Delaware. It's the wrong Delaware, though. But they filmed it. If I don't you, know. I then, looked it up. If you go to like Eastern State Penitentiary, that's where they did uh, 12 Monkeys. The movie with Brad Pitt and Bruce Willis, mm-hmm. and like you can see, like where they did like that and stuff. We had four passes to go to Eastern State. We couldn't use. We ended up selling them. Oh no, their haunted thing sucked. Oh, I don't know. We ended you up can go there between. I we got the tickets for free, and then we we're just going to let them go to waste. And I was like, "Fucking throw them on Facebook yeah. for sale." Connie ended up buying them. Oh. <laughs> she came down with Sky Weezy. Oh. <laughs> but no, uh, their Halloween stuff sucks. Um, if you can go from February until like uh, August. Oh, then- I got a new toy to play on the show. Yeah, buddy, it's okay. a paranormal toy. You can, you from <laughs> February to I like just remembered August, it. That was what I was thinking. At really. Eastern State Penitentiary, you can go there for free and walk around the whole prison by yourself. Well, let's go. I've done it. It's fun. All right, well, let's go this year. Let's go stuff. this year. I, I want to go. Down. We'll plan it around a day off, and I will. We'll, let, yeah, let, let's I'm go because I've never been. Yeah, it's awesome because you can like walk around the whole prison. It's like a you know, thing. Um, and they have like stuff like um they can they have like the the sign set up so like it's like you know Twelve Monkeys was filmed here, Al Capone's cell was here. And then they like you, you can like crawl in. Yeah, I've never been, so we should go. We should take our K two and all that stuff yeah, and go up to our down. ghost Let's box. Do it. Um, I don't like their haunted attraction though itself. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, I don't know. I've never been there. But uh They have gargoyles out front. Yeah. I meant to say last week Jim wanted to talk about it, one of his haunted um experiences that he went on one of these haunts and we never got around oh, to shit. it. And after the show I was like everybody left and I was like, Fuck <laughs> I totally wanted to hear that. And then it don't but Hopefully he'll he'll want to come back on again, Jim. You're yeah. always welcome on anytime, man. 
Um, I asked him too if he wanted to get together and maybe get a, like a small team together to do some ghost hunts. Yeah, and I'm down. He, he said he would definitely yes, be down. Do I know we talked talked about it. We just got to actually I know, do it. People got to stop bailing. That's the thing. Yeah. So Jim was like, "I'm good." You know what? He told me the nights like uh, I can't do Monday through Wednesday or something. I was like, "Dude, yeah. we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll we'll work it in somehow." Yeah, that's um, so awesome. Yeah. But Jim, tell us that story either when you come on or drop us a voicemail. Yeah. Uh, 1-802-483-3682. But yeah, it was, a, uh, it was a really good time. Jim, I really liked your beer. I did get yeah, it. I, really I, like I got it beer. on untapped. I seen that, yeah. Um, I was so happy the next day when I finally got that on there. I was like, yes. Did you send it to I him? sent a p- p- picture, and he was like, ha, ha, cool. I was like, yeah, you know, it's on there. So yeah. his beer is on untapped. That's um, awesome. I really liked his beer. I did, too. And in fact, I was like, I wonder if he'll sell me a six-pack of it or something. I want to get a six-pack. Yeah. So, Jim. It's really, like, easy to Can do. I buy a six-pack? Because I was telling Chris about it yesterday. Yeah. Chris was over, and I was like, you got to try it. was like, it was good? I was like, yeah, it was yeah, really good. it was good. actually really good. Um, but, Jim, if you've seen I rated it four out of five, that's because, like, five stars would be, like, Hetty Topper, Lot 3. You know what I mean? Those yeah. are the pinnacle beers. They're the beers that, like, the Pliny the Elder, the beers that everybody hunts after. Yes. So yes. I can't rate, like, I give, I think I even give Lot 3. I don't even give Lot 3 a five. I think I give Lot 3, like, a four or 4.5. 4. 4.1. Yeah, it's something 4.25, because you got to do it in increments uh, like 25 okay. like 25 I it for like a little bit and then i deleted it i love untapped <laughs> um so yeah so we are, got weird shit to drink tonight um yeah we have some some uh old smoky moon moonshine here mm, the fresh um, batch i was telling you about i was just talking to somebody about this today old smoky no oh, apple pie moonshine it's no. good it's my favorite mm-hmm. i love the taste so of the apple pie so we got that we got some weird grumpton hard cider kind of getting in the fall feel he is wearing a top hat. I like it. Um, so we're going to drink that stuff? Yeah. Uh, that was weird. So <laughs> about the... I'm Agent H- H- M. I don't know if we said that, Oh, we? no. I'm Inspector Gidget. <laughs> We've been, like, forgetting that stuff here recently. I'm Inspector Gidget. We did say where everybody can find us. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so... He, he's Agent M. I'm Agent M. Let's, let's do a shot. Uh, I, I need a drink. I'm yeah. fucking tired. <laughs> Today killed me. Me too. I'm exhausted. I like that apple pie. I like that one better than the other one you had. What other one? The white lightning? No. The real shit? No. That's the same. Oh, is it? It tastes different. Mm, I don't know. It has a little zing. Why did you just do that? I don't know. Because I haven't drank anything all day. Because oh, I forgot okay. my wallet. Uh, yeah. So I've had nothing to drink all day. So the first thing I drank in like... Ten hours Dranked. is moonshine. Drank, drank, my purple drink. <laughs> we need to make some purple drink. You have, you don't have any Jolly purple Ranchers, sugar, do you? Water. Do you have any Jolly Ranchers here? No. God oh, damn it. I know. I want to take that moonshine that I got, that clear, oh, and put some Jolly Ranchers I'll bring in it next week. All right, and we'll just let it sit you for want a the, week. The, the real, the actual Jolly, Jolly Ranchers. Okay, gotcha. Because I'll gotcha. put them in there and they'll like soak into the alcohol. Yeah. So we can do whatever flavor we want. Blue raspberry. All right, I don't care. Let's All right, do it up. All right, or no green. I don't, I don't know. Care. I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Well, you know, I could take one of the empty jars. I could pour half and half oh, and do like two yeah, different flavors. Let's do that. All right, let's, let's do that. All right. <laughs> That's what we'll do next week. Yep. Next week, we're going to be doing something cool, something we haven't done in a while. We'll I'll just say it right cryptid. now. We're going to do a cryptid. Yep. I'm not going to tell you what cryptid we're going to do, but I'll yeah, tell you what. I'm excited. It's not like a common one, I would say. It's a cryptid. It's, it's, ca- it's common if you know cryptids, yeah. but if you don't know cryptids, it's, it's you're not, not like going to know. No, we're. Or a Nessie. Bigfoot. You know what? I'll say it right now. Let's do Bigfoot 150. 150? 150. Okay. If we, let's get to 150, and we'll do it then. All right, cool. Plan? So let's start. 
uh, writing some people. I'm trying to get them on. So I will start emailing because there's there's a few people I know. There's uh, Seth Breedlove who does uh, Small Town My Monsters, does Minerva Monster, Legend of Boggy Creek. He's done a few movies. I've talked to him. He's like, I'll come on, but I've just been holding off because I want to get him on on a show yeah, where you got to make it like an experience. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's another guy who I'm friends with, Bill Brock, who used to be on Destination America. He had a show on Destination America, oh, okay. and he's actually filming some stuff now. Uh, Wessie, this giant snake. Oh. Yeah, he, this guy's cool. If you friend him on Facebook, okay. this guy's awesome because he's always to the Yeti. What Yeti? The Facebook Yeti. George the Yeti. He the never Yeti. messaged us back, did he? He messaged me, and I sent it to you, and I said, "Here, message him," because I didn't know what to say. Oh well, we'll message him again. I totally <laughs> forgot. <laughs> what was he? The big Yeti or something? Uh, the angry Yeti. I don't remember I what don't it was. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that that's what we'll we'll do there. So uh, I'll message him. But Bill Brock, you should friend request him. Okay. He does a lot of Facebook, like, do it now. He does a lot of, so you don't forget. He does a lot of Facebook Live stuff. That is really cool. That's awesome. And he's just a really interesting guy. And he's, like I said, his Facebook Lives are awesome because he isn't just, like, cryptids. He does, like, paranormal. What's his name? Bill Brock. B-I-L-L-B-R-O-C-K. There he is. Yep, that's him. Monsters Underground. Yes, this dude is awesome. This dude is cool as hell. So, Two um, mutual friends, Michael Caldwell. Who's the other? Alec- Andrew Alexander. Who the hell is that? I have no idea. Oh, that's weird. Um, so, yeah, so that's what we're going to do. Uh, political talk. Let's just, like, we're going to give our, our, our unbiased. I, I don't know. Don't know who that is. got big tits. If he's listening. <laughs> damn. <laughs> damn, girl. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but damn. <laughs> um, so, yes. So, yeah, election. Election. Let's Tomorrow talk about it. Tomorrow is the election. Day. Let's talk about it, and then we'll give our un- let's. We're not going to say who we're voting for. We're not going to tell you who to vote for. We're just going to kind of talk how we feel about the election, and then I think we should give our predictions. Yes, just to see okay. what happens. I was right about Walking Dead. What? Abraham and Glenn. Well, I was right too. I, I said that too. No, you didn't. You said Maggie. I said because they said there was going to be three deaths, and I said mm-hmm. Abraham, Glenn, and Maggie. But then as it went on, we Darryl found out basically dead. But we'll get into that. We'll get into that. <laughs> All right. So as everybody knows, this will come out the day of the election. This yes. will come out tomorrow. At by the time this comes out, we'll probably have a president. Even though I it's, don't know, it'll come out before then. Maybe not much before, maybe a couple hours before the election. I mean, you'll know the president by like nine nine thirty. So, uh-uh. yeah. yeah, really, yeah. yeah the election. Uh-huh, the polls don't close till eight. Yeah, and then they announce the elect the winner. It's they still got to calculate. It's cal- calculate. You'll know the president, but like let's just say ten o'clock at the latest you tomorrow. Said nine. Yeah, pick um, a time. Nine thirty. No later than ten <laughs> o'clock will you have a president. All right. Okay. All right. This election has been strange. This is the worst. Ele- like yeah. I, I was telling my kids, this is the worst election that I could ever remember in history. Like as far as two candidates who both are equal, like equally as shitty. I mean, that's unbiased. Yeah. I'm not saying one's better than the other. They're equally as bad. You know, um, technically, we should not even be having an I election remember. tomorrow. Yeah, you said the moment that Bernie Sanders came out and said the election was rigged. Well, it should have stopped right then. There they, was a news report in Philly saying that they that had, was voter fraud. Oh, okay. that, that's different. The election should have been stopped right right when Bernie was bowed da- bowed out. Mm-hmm. The election should have stopped because he went on and said that it was all rigged. Yeah. And at that point, the election should have stopped by law because you have a, a state senator mm-hmm. saying that the presidential election is 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 compromised. Yeah. So at that moment, everything should have ceased. Yeah. But it didn't. 
We have an illegal election going yeah. on tomorrow. A lot of people think by that, law. I mean, look it up. A lot of people think that Trump was put in, and like he's like you know being all like rude and like you know saying these things that like no. You're wrong. You he's just he's he's. He does that all the time. He's talking. He's like you know like. He's just a rude person. So him being so rude, some people think that he was just put in there to make sure Hillary gets. It's all about the, e- the emails. Explain the emails. I'm so tired of hearing about these damn emails and his rape accusations. I'm so sick of it. Can we get it down to real stuff going on? Brass tax. <laughs> See, and that's another problem I have with this with this election. Now, it's came out that Hillary's found not guilty of the, the fastest fucking FBI investigation yeah, like in history. Tough. And then Trump had Where's these... Snowden? Can we free him? He's hiding somewhere. <laughs> so, um, so, he had... Or she gets... But before that, I posted something on Facebook. I don't know if you remember or not. But I said, I said we have. This is when he was being, uh, you know, he, he was supposed to go to court for these. It's it's a cider, so you gotta just take it in for a second. It's not a beer; it's a cider. Okay. So okay, Hillary was, you know, at the time that I made this post, Hillary was being under investigation by the FBI. Yeah. Uh, Trump was under investigation for these rape charges of this mm-hmm. girl. Now, at the time I made the post, I said, you know, this is the first time ever we have two candidates that are both being investigated for something. Yeah. And the, the the fucked up part about it all is, and you can look this up, it's in it's it's in the Constitution, um, Article 2, I think it is. I, I, I posted it on, on my, fa- my Facebook page. So let's just say that both of them go, This like I said, all charges on both have been dropped at yeah. this point. But before that, let's just say Hillary wins. Mm-hmm. The investigation is still ongoing. Then she gets found guilty. She will, will not be impeached because you can't be impeached for crimes you committed before you took yeah. office. So she would just pardon herself and wipe it all yeah. clean. Same thing with Trump. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I mean, and you look at Hillary's, like, the, the body count that the Clintons have, it's outrageous. It is. And then <laughs> with this Lolita Express stuff where they were, like, you know... Uh, having relations with these 12 uh, it's yeah, fucked I up mean, goes back to Johnny Gosh. <laughs> yeah it does it totally goes back to Johnny Gosh. and I saw Jim was watching that documentary yeah. the next day where's Johnny um, so yeah so it's it's I the mean, weirdest fucking election like, I don't even like I tried to watch it and it was like two kids like you know just fighting over a girl or yeah, a piece like, of pizza in high, high school yeah like it was just ridiculous and I was like this is really what we have now. I remember- well, and you know the the funny thing is too is like I was talking to, to my friend at work, Jimmy, who's like he he got hired the same day I did. We went to orientation together. Me and Jimmy are like tight, mm-hmm. like airtight, um, like airtight. All right, I got you. I was like you know, <laughs> two in the about to finger someone. Two in the <laughs> not one in the. Yeah. So um, so Jimmy, he doesn't really like um follow like pol- political stuff a lot, mm-hmm. and I've only recently gotten like I'm not a political person I'm not either. but i follow politics yeah. and i i, I the, over the past like three years i really like delved into politics not like what bills are being passed or anything like that but i've really delved into what goes on in pop politics yeah. you know so i really like try to stay current and try and listen and get all the information i can about stuff and i guess i became a political person i guess you could say but i don't preach my hate or my love or anything yeah. on people i that's for you to decide i'm not I gonna mean, tell you what to decide. i feel like being political nowadays is picking a democrat or republican but there shouldn't be those two but it there's not be, 
There's not, and I and know, and that, that's what we're forced. Yes, into and Jimmy said to me, "Who are you going to vote vote for?" And I was like, "Jimmy, you know you don't only have two options, yeah. right?" And he was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "I was like, when you go, because he's he's never voted." I said, "When you go in, you have more than one more than these two options. You don't have to go Democrat or Republican. You can go Green Party, you can go Libertarian, yeah. you can go Independent, or you can write someone in." Yeah. And I was like, "Jimmy, you don't have to vote for Trump or Hillary. You can." Go, but he's like, what happens if I just write somebody in? I'm like, then you write somebody in. He's like, but what happens? I'm like, then they get a vote. Yeah, and it doesn't go automatically to... Now, what they say is if you vote for one of these other people, you're technically given a vote to Trump because Hillary has the majority of the votes. We already know she's up 44% or or whatever the case may be. I think she was at 44 and he was at 40 last night. So uh, if you vote for, like, let's say you vote for Gary Johnson... Mm -hmm. In a long, grand scheme of things, you're actually giving a vote to Trump. Yeah. Because he's the underdog. And I had to explain this to him. It was really confusing, but I was like, I'm just trying to explain it. I was like, if I got five eggs and you got five... Yeah. I was like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. What the fuck? But anyway, so I was explaining to him, like, you don't have... You have you don't have to go in there with just these two in mind. You can go... I, like, we were just talking. Mm-hmm. My wife said, you know, she could vote for me or I could vote for her. And that's perfectly fine. Like, you can do that. Yeah. Like, you have that right to write in anybody you want. But, you know, are you giving your vote to Trump if you vote for a third party or, or whatever? Maybe. But my take on it now is if enough people stand up and say, I'm not buying into this two-party yeah. system exactly. anymore, maybe some change will happen. Because that's my biggest problem with this. The Electoral College... It's outdated. It's a 200-year-old system that yeah, is just pointless. Outdated. It needs to go. It, it, it needs to go. We shouldn't have parties. We are constantly fighting over Democrat or Republican. And it's the same and it's, shit. Abortion guns, abortion guns, abortion guns, immigration. And it's like, all, all it's doing is causing drama yeah. and divide. Mm-hmm. And we don't need that shit. Exactly, we don't need people it. People think that if you're a Republican that you're just some like southern asshole who likes to shoot people. And then if they think you're a Democrat, they think you're a poor person who has like 10 abortions. Like, like case in point, like I work for the post office. Our union is a Democratic union. So they say you should be voting Democratic. I don't have no. to vote for anybody that I want to. Yeah. And I don't buy into this Democrat or Republican yeah. par- party I'm not bullshit. I'm going to go in and just do Democrat all the way down the line. Like, no, because no. That, that would be like an uneducated guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't buy we into that. We have all this stuff nowadays to understand and know these people that are running for president, not like back in the day. And yet, we just give them shit and we... <laughs> We give them the authority to just take whatever they want. And it's dumb. Like, it's just, it's a system that is broken that needs to be fixed. Yeah. And until America takes a stand, nothing will change. Yeah. We're supposed to be a nation for the people, by the people. So I think. (laughs) Eagle! I think that we need to go and just take over the White House. (laughs) I was showing my kids that epic rap battle I played last week when Abe Lincoln Uh, comes in. And Harmony was walking around all day yesterday going, for the people, by the people, (laughs) Eagle! I was like, yeah. I was like, I want that guy running the fucking show. Yeah, I mean, like... Because he's like, like, if you do, win the White House. Like, it sucks because, like, you know, you used to listen to politics, and politics was something that, you know, you could actually have a conversation with people about, and you can't have conversations anymore. It's like, oh, you're going to vote for Trump? You're a fucking asshole. I don't want to fucking talk to you anymore. Pretty much. Like, it's like you can't have a debate or anything because Mm -hmm. you're watching these two people on TV just basically... And we live in a world now where everybody gets butthurt. Yeah, I'm telling you, I've seen it majorly this year with sports. If I say anything football related, there is a 
butthurt motherfucker out there. You don't even know. When being a Dallas fan and Try Philly being an Nation, Eagles fan who've never won a goddamn know, Super Bowl. But still being a Dallas fan, I don't even understand why we're in your division. I still don't get that. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're out, out. I still don't fucking get it. <laughs> I, I don't get that either. But we live in a world that's butthurt. Like case in point, I could tell you right now, I probably have lost three friends this year because of sports related because you can't have a conversation with people and them not get butthurt. About anything, like even the Walking Dead. <laughs> You know, my take on all this shit is I will have a conversation with you. We might argue. We we might not not agree. But yeah. at the end of the day, I'm still me and we're still friends. Yeah. But there's people out there that, that take it to heart. And you, it goes back to politics. Like if you're Republican or Democrat, whatever, if you yeah, post it's something. Always, on, it's always two, black or white, Coke or Pepsi. Yeah. You know, like, and, you know, like. It shouldn't be no. that way. You know, it maybe sh- I want to drink a fucking Mountain Dew yeah. or a Dr. Pepper. You know what I mean? <laughs> or I've been on a Yoohoo kick here recently. Hawaiian punch. <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck? There's more yeah, than two options exactly. in this world. And that's what's happening. Hell, in your sexual relationships, there's more than two options now. Yeah, there is. You could be pansexual, <laughs> transsexual, bisexual, <laughs> metrosexual, bicurious. Bi- you know, I, there's there's more options than just than just red and, and blue. Yeah, and it's red and fucking, blue? Well, Democratic Republican. Uh, okay. That's red and blue. Like, you know, there's it's just oh my god, and it divides everybody, and that shows us, you know, the whole black and white thing, and you know, and like that start, like, we need to get away from that. I said something like, the it's other not day, two things, it's it's together, we should all be in a gray area. I said something, I posted something <laughs> the other day in the chat, and I'm not, I'm not gonna say names, but I posted something in the chat, and the person said to me, it's no politics, no politics weekend, or something like, like that, and I was like, see, that's the problem. Everybody avoids the shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody avoids it like it's the fucking zombie virus from The Walking Dead. You're not feeling that? There's your lamritas in there. I'm trying. Um, I don't mind the size haters. All right. Um, but, you know, I, and I was like, see, that's the problem. Everybody just, nobody wants to have a conversation in anymore. Yeah. Nobody wants to talk about things. Everybody just wants to avoid it. Because they get butthurt. Exactly. And I'm so fucking tired like, of that. I was at work one time and I was and I was trying to And I'm doing me. the Trump, if you haven't noticed. You see my hand? I see it. But like Wait, I mean even Tell me about nowadays, the email. Tell me about the emails. The kids these days tell me they about have the to emails. watch these debates. Like and it's ridiculous. It is. It's totally ridiculous. Because like I'm sitting here thinking to myself, my fourteen year old son should not be watching the, these two fucktards. Yeah, not at all. He I mean, asked <laughs> he asked me who I think was gonna win and I was like, I don't know. I'll tell you that when you know. But, I mean, it's just, it's a sucky system, and we need to, it's only going to change if we make a change. We the people. That's what I'm saying. We are the voice. So when you go to vote, you don't have to vote for these this two fucktards. This whole country is based on, you know what? You know, I'll throw it out there right now. I'll tell you exactly who we're I'm We're a melting pot. Okay? I will tell you right now who, who, who I'm, I'm, I'm voting for. I'm going to write in Bernie Sanders. Because I feel yeah, like. I liked him. I, I liked really him, did. too. And I feel like he was unfairly treated. Yeah. I think he had the best policies. Maybe he wasn't this larger than life celebrity that we yeah. seem to but want as our. That. But that's the problem. Now we have rock star politicians. Yeah, I mean and we've had. I mean Ronald Reagan. I mean to a point, but he wasn't one of those. Like it all. It all started with Bill Clinton. Yeah, Bill Clinton playing the saxophone on yeah. on on Le- on Leno or whatever. Yeah. It that, gave that celebrity. It snowballed. And now you got people, they look at the, like, presidents like look Obama at themselves. going on, like, Jimmy Fallon and stuff. All the time. Like, like And don't get me funny. wrong. He's funny. And there's, you know, like, he's a great speaker. Listen yeah. to Obama speak. He can speak. You know, I might not agree with a lot of things he does, but that's besides the point. But we live in an age now where we're just fucking voting for rock stars. Yeah. 
And I'm and so we're sick of it. picking between the lesser of two evils. And it and doesn't have to happening. be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. And we need to make a change. And, and it's only going to change when we stand up as a country and yeah, make exactly. that fucking change. It's like Michael Jackson. I know. I was just gonna <laughs> make a change. I'm talking about the man in the mirror. I'm, I'm asking, asking him to change his ways. <laughs> and no message could have been any clearer. If, if you, you want to make a change. Teach- or hold it, let's go. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I made me laugh because you like got all into if it. If you want to make the world a better place, you got to take a look at yourself and make a change. change. Yeah. But it's right. right. He was totally right. <laughs> because it's never going to change if we just keep avoiding it and turning our fucking yeah. head. That's the problem. Everybody just turns their head and acts like shit doesn't exist. Exactly. And that's the biggest problem in this and country is. right now. It is. It really is. I mean, there's so much stuff going around. And like like I said it last week, like, you know, people are like, oh, kids are bullying. We should teach them not to bully. I understand not to bully, but you should teach your kid how to fight. Okay? There's a difference. Look. Respect people, but if someone wants to fuck with you, then. I mean, I'll tell you a little story about that. Let's um, not get kidnapped, okay? There was a, <laughs> there was a period when, when, when Nick first went to Newark Charter. Uh, this kid kept coming up behind him and pulling his book bag. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he's standing at the bus to get on the bus. You know, they have to wait in lines now. Yeah. And he was standing there, and he had his book bag on. And this kid kept coming up and pulling the strap to where Nick was just standing there, and all of a sudden he's yanked back, like, you know, like that. Yeah. And I said, next time that kid does that, you turn around, punch him square, square in his face. Yeah. And he did. Yeah, good. He got he got a demerit, and I said, Nick, I said, you did. You had to stand up for yourself. You stood up for yourself. I can, I, I can swallow that demerit. Yeah. That's not a demerit because you did something wrong. And I went and fought it with the school, and I'm dropping the, the demerit because I was like, this kid is constantly... Yeah. Picking on, on, on my son to the point where he was crying. Exactly. And I said, that isn't fair. You exactly. know? And, and, you know, so I told him, I was like, next time that kid does that, you turn around, you punch him square in his face, and I guarantee you'll stop ever since. Exactly. Did you ever hear the story about me in high school? I don't know. First day in high school? No. I don't know. If, you might have, you probably were too young for okay, that. Okay, what happened? You've seen me beat up people. You've seen me beat up people. I stepped on You've them. seen me and my brother go at it a yeah, couple times. I mean, we literally. We, I, I, there was one point where I threw Sean through a wall. Yeah, Do you remember that? Yeah. Um, but so, but that was a fucked up situation. Yeah. Well, we digress. We digress. <laughs> but um, where was I going with that? High school. High bullying. school. High school. Freshman year in high school, I decided I went from the kid with the mullet. You know, remember my mullet back in the yeah. day? I had a fucking mullet. I was like weird. I was, you know, this weird music. Like mm-hmm. I was in heavy met metal music yeah. at the time. And I said, going into high school, I was going to make a change. Make that change. <laughs> exactly. I cut my hair. I dressed different. I wasn't changing who I was. I was just evolving. evolving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You had a metamorphosis. Yeah, I was like a butterfly. Yeah. So I went in there with an attitude where I'm not going to let anybody fuck with me. Yeah. So I walk into school, right? Yes. And I'm in there, and and literally, I, I kid you not, it was less than two periods. You know, because we had block scheduling. Yeah. They, they had just switched all that block scheduling stuff. Two periods. I was in, in the hallway. This kid come up, and he pushed me from the back, right? Mm-hmm. I turn around. This kid, his name was Joe Barr. <laughs> I still remember this kid's name. I tur- You know, I, I was a big kid. In, yeah. in school, I was like the same size that I am now. Mm-hmm. So I turned around. This kid was like a foot taller than me, right? And I was like, fuck my life. Like, <laughs> here it is, right? So then I was like, all right, I'm making a change. And the kid was like, what are you going to do? Hit me right here, right? Yeah. So I fucking hit him right there. Yeah. And he dropped. And then I grabbed a trash can and threw it on top of him. And everybody made fun. Let me tell you, nobody fucked with me in high school from yeah. that day on. 
I mean, there's a different, like, okay, people are all like, oh, this anti-bullying. Okay, I get that, but you still got to learn to defend yourself. You do. You still got to defend. Because real life is fucking hard, and you're going to have to deal with shit like that all the time, I, even at the fucking grocery store. I deal with it. Like, you know, <laughs> people deal with it when they're, rather it be their workplace or just out in public or yeah. what, whatever. But, you know, until we stand up for ourselves as a country and make a change, nothing is going to flow exactly. and change. And I think that's a good segue for this, right? Yes. We have a awesome. We have a clip to play. It's like uh, nine minutes long, but it's totally worth listening yeah, it's totally to. Totally worth it. And I kind of want to listen to it because I haven't heard it in a while. Wicked. Customs, swearing on the Bible. You understand that shit? They tell you to raise your right hand, place your left hand on the Bible. Does this stuff really matter? Which hand? Does God really give a fuck about details like this? <laughs> Suppose you put your right hand in the Bible, you raise your left hand. Would that count? Or would God say, "Sorry, wrong hand. Try again." And what, why does one hand have to be raised? What is the magic in this gesture? This seems like some sort of a primitive voodoo mojo shtick. Voodoo mojo shit. Why not put your left hand on the Bible, let your right hand hang down by your side? It's more natural. Or put it in your pocket. Remember what your mother used to say? Don't put your hands in your pockets. Does she know something we don't know? Is this hand shit really important? Well, let's get back to the Bible, America's favorite national theatrical prop. <laughs> Tell me anything. Exactly. Suppose the Bible they hand you to swear on is upside down, or backward, or both, and you swear to tell the truth on an upside down, backward Bible. Would that count? Suppose the Bible they hand you is an old Bible and half the pages are missing. Suppose all they have is a Chinese Bible in an American court. Or a Braille Bible, and you're not blind. <laughs> Suppose they hand you an upside-down, backward Chinese Braille Bible with half the pages missing. <laughs> At what point does all of this stuff just break down and become yeah. just a lot of stupid shit that somebody made up? They fucking made it up, folks. It's make-believe. It's make-believe. Now, all right. Okay. Let's leave the Bible aside. We'll get back to the science fiction reading later. <laughs> the more important question is, what is the big deal about swearing to God in the first place? Why does swearing to God mean you're going to tell the truth? Wouldn't affect me. If they said to me, you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth to help you, God, I'd say, yeah. I'll tell you about as much truth as the people who wrote that fucking Bible. How do you like that? Swearing on the Bible doesn't mean anything. It's, it's kid. Swearing to God is kid stuff. Did you, you ever, remember when you were a kid? If you, if you told another kid something he didn't quite believe, he'd say, you swear to God? I would always say, yeah, I swear to God. Even if I was lying. Why not? What's going to happen if I lie? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing happens if you lie. Unless you get caught, and that's a whole different story. <laughs> Sometimes a kid would think he was being slick with me, and he'd say, you swear on your mother's grave? I'd say, yeah. Why not? First of all, my mother was alive. She didn't even have a grave. <laughs> Second of all, even if she was dead, what's she going to do? Rise from the grave and come and haunt me? <laughs> come and haunt me? All because I told a lie to an eight-year-old? Get fucking real, will you? 
people like that yes. Sometimes I would say, I swear on my mother's tits. <laughs> Kids are impressed with things like that. I mean, I don't care about my mother's tits either. I don't care if they fell off. Fuck her. <laughs> Not my problem. They're your tits, Ma. You keep an eye on them. Swearing to God doesn't mean anything. Swearing on the Bible doesn't mean anything. You know why? Because Bible or no Bible, God or no God, if it suits their purposes, people are going to lie in court. Boom. The police do it all the time. Boom. All the time. It's 20 years ago. Yes, they do. It's part of their job to protect, to serve, and to commit perjury whenever it supports the state's case. That's exactly right. Swearing on the Bible is just one more way of controlling people and keeping them in line, and it's one more thing that holds us back as a species. Yes. Here's one more item for you, the last in our civics book, rights. Boy, everyone in this country is always running around yammering about their fucking rights. I have a right. You have no right. We have a right. They don't have a right. Folks, I hate to spoil your fun, but there's no such thing as rights, okay? <laughs> They're imaginary. We made them up, like the boogeyman. <laughs> the Three Little Pigs, Pinocchio, Mother Goose, shit like that. <laughs> Rights are an idea. They're just imaginary. They're a cute idea. Cute. But that's all cute and fictional. But if you think you do have rights, let me ask you this. Where do they come from? People say, well, they come from God. They're God-given rights. Oh, fuck, here we go again. <laughs> here we go again. The God excuse. The last refuge of a man with no answers and no argument it came from God. Anything we can't describe must have come from God. Personally, folks, I believe that if your rights came from God, he would have given you the right to some food every day, and he would have given you the right to a roof over your head. God would have been looking out for you. God would have been looking out for you. You know that? He wouldn't have been worried about making sure you have a gun so you could get drunk on Sunday night and kill your girlfriend's parents. But let's say it's true. Let's say God gave us these rights. Why would he give us a certain number of rights? The Bill of Rights in this country has 10 stipulations, okay? 10 rights. And apparently God was doing sloppy work that week because we've had to amend the Bill of Rights an additional 17 times. So God forgot a couple of things like exactly. slavery. Just fucking slipped his mind. But let's say... Let's say God gave us the original 10. He gave the British 13. The British Bill of Rights has 13 stipulations. The Germans have 29. The Belgians have 25. The Swedish have only six. And some people in the world have no rights at all. What kind of a fucking goddamn God-given deal is that? Exactly. No rights at all? Why would God give different people in different countries different numbers of different rights? Boredom? Amusement? Bad arithmetic? Do we find out at long last, after all this time, that God is weak in math skills? Doesn't sound like divine planning to me. Sounds more like human planning. Sounds more like one group trying to control another group. In other words, business as usual in America. Now, if you think you do have rights, one last assignment for you. Next time you're at the computer, get on the internet, go to Wikipedia. When you get to Wikipedia, in the search field for Wikipedia, I want you to type in Japanese Americans 1942, and you'll find out all about your precious fucking rights, okay? All right. You know about it. You know about it. Cheers, George. Yeah.
1942, there were 110,000 Japanese-American citizens in good standing, law-abiding people who were thrown into internment camps simply because their parents were born in the wrong country. That's all they did wrong. They had no right to a lawyer, no right to a fair trial, no right to a jury of their peers, no right to due process of any kind. The only right they had, right this way. <laughs> into the internment camps. Exactly. Just when these American citizens needed their rights the most, their government took them away. And rights aren't rights if someone can take them away. Exactly. They're privileges. That's all we've ever had in this country is a bill of yeah. temporary privileges. And if you exactly read right. the news even badly, you know that every year the list gets shorter and shorter and shorter. You see how similar? go back and watch a bunch of his stuff. So yeah. Sooner or later, the people in this country are going to realize the government does not give a fuck about them. Government now doesn't the care about you or your children or your rights or your welfare or your safety. It simply doesn't give a fuck about you. It's interested in its own power. That's the only thing. Keeping it and expanding it wherever possible. Personally, when it comes to rights, I think one of two things is true. I think either we have unlimited rights or we have no rights at all. Personally, I lean toward unlimited rights. I feel, for instance, I have the right to do anything I please. But if I do something you don't like, I think you have the right to kill me. <laughs> so where are you going to find a fairer fucking deal than that? So the next time some asshole says to you, I have a right to my opinion, you say, oh yeah, well I have a right to my opinion, and my opinion is you have no right to your opinion. <laughs> then shoot the fuck and walk away. My drop. Thank you. I mean, it's, it's 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 so true though. Like when you watch that, it, it's one hundred percent true. Because yeah. e even today, like people are like, "You got the right to vote." Okay, I got the right to vote, but you're telling me who I can vote for. Yeah, you're you're, exactly. di you're dictating the situations, and exactly. that's that's not the way that this is supposed to be. It's not the way it's supposed nope, to work. Not at all. And I fucking hate it, and I despise and I it. it. I hate it. I do too. I don't like it. I'm gonna vote tomorrow. Right, let's see what happens. I told you who I'm, I'm voting for. Do you for. think I can wear my mask since I have rights? You might get shot walking in there. You'd like the vista of the stage of a whatever he says. I have rights to free speech. Um, <laughs> you know, yesterday was it yesterday or the day before I posted the it was it was November fifth. You got yeah. it right. You know the, the you know the uh, remember remember the fifth of yep. November. It just reminded me of something I got to play real quick. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> but no, like, I went back and I watched a bunch of George Carlin stuff, and, like, he is on point with everything that he said. He has this video clip where he's talking about presidential speeches, and he's like, he's like, you always hear him say they infer, but they never agree. They, they you know, they, they think, but they don't confirm. Like, and, like, it was so awesome, and then I found that one, and I'm like, you know, as you get older and you start watching this stuff, it makes a lot more once, sense. Once you sit back and you understand that, like, it's all fucking bullshit, like you're all mm -hmm. being you're being fed the bullshit and you know the depending on what channel you watch you know is dictated yeah, it's, it, it's dictated by politics and that's why i don't watch the news if i want to know about a candidate i go and i research i i'm not, not even like their political stance i research their life i you know and everything else to try to get you know, i will i will if the news is on i'll let it go i'll listen whatever but if i want to know facts i will go and i will look them up yeah do your own research like today uh, me and Freak from Zombie Nanos had you know he was asking me or he was he was mentioning about in season one of The Walking Dead the zombie sniffed by season two that was nixed and he was like trying to he was like 
is it like the zombie virus has changed? I said, no, it's a matter of Frank Darenbot was involved in season one. Mm-hmm. In season two, he decided to contradict his own rules that he created in season one with the guts episode where he put the guts and nobody and the zombies couldn't smell. Yeah. And they were, and then in season two, they hid under the cars and smelled it and met mad at her. And I was like, it was nothing more than just them. A way to move the story along. Well, it was, it, it was nothing more than like the reason why all that like zombies with thoughts went out the door was because. Because Darren Bond had one vision, Kirkman had a, had another. They'd have fallen out. They fired Darren Bond. Yep. Therefore, they decide to nix all that. So all that stuff is moot. Yeah. You know, well, that's point. why. Like, uh, I was reading this thing, and um, Sophia is actually alive in the in the in comics. The comics. Still. Yeah. Um, they said that the reason why they basically killed her off was because um, they had they had so much uh, animosity on the set that they had to stay at the barn because so much money was being spent. And there they was had so many actors. Like there was Dale a, asked to die. He asked to die because <laughs> he was one of Darren Bond's guys, yeah. and and he he asked to get out. I did find out today. So back to doing research. So then I went back. I was like, I need to find this. I need to get the facts so I can share with him the facts. Yeah. So I went on AMC's website. I did some research and, and I, I sent him the thing in chat. You know, I copied and pasted it and was like, here's the facts. And it was, I'll, I'll, I'll read it to you. And I know that we're talking about politics and it's The Walking Dead, but whatever. It's all the same. It's all the same. It's all in, it has Rick to do and with. Negan, come on. Yeah. But I, I just <laughs> read it. Because once again, it's, 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 it's something being determined by one thing and and that's my point to it so here is what they said uh i pulled this this is what i said this pulled straight from the amc's website the inconsistencies from season one are due solely to the fact that there was a different showrunner at the time frank darenbont darenbont liked smart zombies robert kirkman creator of the comic book did not smart zombies would have a certain storyline and possibilities to adapt from the comics for instance the prison Provided solely, um, hold on, the prison for, hold on, what the but fuck? But Carol dressed in the blood for the prison. She did do that later, but hold on, so. Um, and then they did it again, just in season six. Storylines impossible to adapt from the comics. The prison, for instance, provided safety solely because of the fences. If the walkers, which climbed fences in season one, were able to do that, it would be useless. Darren Bont was fired after season one doing, going, due to ongoing conflicts with AMC. Mm-hmm. But in researching, like I said, I always try and find the facts. I found out, do you know that uh, Frank Darenbaum has a lawsuit out right now against AMC for $280 million? Yes, I was researching a bunch of stuff, and I was texting you last night about it. It's 10% of what the show's worth. And the show's worth before season seven was at $2.8 billion. Yep, it's grown. But it's all that money it's yeah. all it's all about that you know mm-hmm. and and, and it, that's what i'm saying like everything is dictated upon what you want and it, it's just yeah. ridiculous i mean it's all on money it is uh okay so i want to play this v for vendetta because have you what was the last time you seen have you, you you've seen this movie right yeah i've seen it uh I maybe it. two years ago do you remember this scene when yeah. v first comes out mm-hmm. i love this scene i don't have to watch a movie 10 times to how many v's are there? I can assure you, I mean you no harm. Who are you? Who? Who is but the form following the function of what, and what I am is a man in a mask. Well, I can see that. Of course you can. I'm not questioning your powers of observation. I'm merely remarking upon the paradox of asking a masked man who he is. Oh, right. 
But on this most auspicious like of nights, permit me then, in lieu of the more commonplace soubriquet, to suggest the character of this dramatis persona. He was so perfect to do this role. Voila! In view, a humble vaudevillian veteran, cast vicariously as both victim and villain by the vicissitudes of fate. This visage, no mere veneer of vanity, is a vestige of the Vox Populi, now vacant, vanished. However, this valorous visitation of a bygone vexation stands vivified and has vowed to vanquish these venal and virulent vermin vanguarding vice and vouchsafing the violently vicious and voracious violation of volition. The only verdict is vengeance, a vendetta held as a votive not in vain, for the value and veracity of such shall one day vindicate the vigilant and the virtuous. <laughs> Verily, this vicious soirs of verbiage veers most verbose, so let me simply add that it's my very good honor to meet you, and you may call me V. I love it. Are you like a crazy person? Are you like crazy <laughs> I'm quite sure they will say so. But to whom I might I ask that, right? am I speaking? Isn't that so perfect? Oh, I'm shit. Evie. Yes, that's Evie? perfect. Evie, of course you are. What does that mean? It means that I, like God, do not play with dice and do not believe in coincidence. Are I don't you believe in coincidences either. You got something coming, V? Thanks to you. Oh, I merely played my part. But tell me, do you enjoy music, Evie? I suppose. I love that scene. It just uh, <laughs> they got the V mask out. Did my video look cool with the Batman yeah, and the V? I gotta see what that looks like. Did you did you Snapchat that? Yeah. I gotta check that out in a minute. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so who, okay, I'm not, how creepy that looks. I know, isn't the V-mask, the V-mask <laughs> is so like cool. That fits like, you know, like it's a tight. glove. Like. That's, but that's my problem with this mask. It fits too tight on my face. I can't breathe. Um, let me see mine. I gotta see how that looks. <laughs> I had a fucking Batman mask on with the V-mask. Oh, I gotta see how this, this looks. I'm just curious because it's weird. <laughs> and it's playing in the background. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> and I'm just staring at you, which is even weirder. And then you... <laughs> you can hear me going... <laughs> oh. oh, shit. I love... You know I got a Trump mask, right? Yeah. Well, Nick was hot, Trump for Halloween. I told him, I was like, I'm taking a I got mask. a Mr. Robot one. <laughs> you need to bring that shit over I here. I, I got to get one. I don't know why I even got one. I, it was like $3. I was like, yeah. I know, and I'm a mask whore, as you can tell. Um, yeah, you I got are. Deadpool hanging up on the microphone here. I know, and then you had V on top of him. <laughs> on top of him. Uh, okay, so <laughs> I don't know—is that contradiction? <laughs> nah, not really. Oh, uh, we will talk about. Are you a crazy person? Are you a crazy person? I think they might think so. It's <laughs> so perfect, isn't it? I should just go into the voting booth. With what was my... his name? <gasps> What's that guy's name? He was like. I don't know, but yo, tomorrow I should totally Snapchat me. Uh, he was also cloak. the. He was also you the think red let skull. Me with a cloak. They, I mean, as long as you're not violating any any problems, uh, I don't see why they not. can body shirts. Sir. He was also um, the same guy as the Red Skull in Cap Captain America. Who, who? What's that guy's name? Oh, I fucking forget his name. It's I'll so... pull it up. Actually, you know what I... Fantastic guy. You know actor. what I found interesting? Hugo Weaving. There we go. He has such a cool name, too. And he's got a great voice. That voice alone. Yeah. Mr. Anderson. I know. I just want to like listen to that You know again. what I mean? And v, <laughs> v is a fucking awesome movie. Yeah, it, I, it, it, got, it did first, not get enough when credit. When it first came out, people were like, ew, what the hell is this? But now like, people it's are watching so it, and they're like, this is the truth. 
Like <laughs> ideas of bulletproof, Mr. Creepy. <laughs> you know that whole scene when at the end when he gets shot. Like yeah. Harmony never seen it, and I was like, you need to watch this. If you're yeah. into comic book stuff, the Alan Moore stuff that he wrote for V from Vendetta when it first came out is just some of the yeah. greatest writing in history. Like I don't know if you've ever sat down and read the V for Vendetta comics. No, I haven't. Go back and, and read them. It's so damn good. Yeah. Alan Moore was perfect for that. So good. And I love that movie. All right. So having said that. Let's finish up the election stuff. Yes. Uh, I'm not going to ask you, you. I just threw out there who I'm going to vote for only because I don't like this. I don't. I'm not asking you. Who do you think's going to going to win? I think Trump is, and I and I don't do like you really? that. I I kind of get the feel. I, I okay. So there's a part like Irene asked me this last night, and I said I get the feeling Hillary's probably going to win. But for some reason, but for some I reason, I get this Trump... weird sensation that Trump might sneak yeah, it out that's and then what be I'm like. Thinking. You're all wrong. Because, look, I mean, okay, media has slandered and Trump. Now, he's not by far a good person. No, but okay? the, what I will say but is. he has been slandered, and he was never called racist until this <laughs> presidential debate. He has done a lot, more than Clinton has done for. I'll say this. Minorities. As long, so. as, as, long as I can remember, remember growing up, my teachers always told me that anybody could be president. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to be a politician to be president. And the one thing that I can say that makes me happy to see someone like not necessarily not his beliefs but somebody like Trump who came out here who's thrown up all of his own money to fund mm-hmm. this campaign is he brought to me that feeling again that anybody can run for yeah. uh, for for president and that's the only thing like sitting back and think I think all those times my middle school and and, and elementary school teachers told me that anybody could be president this is the one time I feel like that they were right yeah. Like, this is the one time that I feel like, you know what, anybody, maybe anybody can, if Trump can run for president, exactly. anybody can. And I love the fact he's using his own money to fund the campaign. Yes. To me, that proves, because you, I heard something like uh, Hillary or any, any president spends like between 10 to $15 million yeah, it's on outrageous. a campaign. It's outrageous. That's why you don't Of hear, taxpayers' money. That's why you don't hear about the liberals. And, and you the, know what? I'm you know, so sick of these parties. ads on TV because every time you turn on TV, it's the same fucking ad. I know. It, it's the one where Hillary, it's not Hillary. She's like, I endorse this message. Yeah, but it's, and then it's, like it's Trump. Trump like, and he's like, yeah. and he's like, I told them. To go and that was totally himself. out of context. Yeah, yeah. All of that. It's, it's, you know, it's the media. The media just bullshit. mind fucks you. It's bullshit. Yeah. Go vote. But you know what? Let's. You know what? Fuck it. Let's everybody go tomorrow. And I know it's going to be vote after election. Vote for Lens. No. <laughs> vote for V. Why not? Uh-huh. The Vivius of Vistage of a Velon. All right. All right. That's what I'm going to vote for. I'm going to vote for V. I vote for V. Yeah. I'm going to vote for V. Why not? Why not? Who Why cares? not? Anybody can run for president. Anybody I think Deadpool president. should be president. 2016, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> Deadpool's got some problems. There's some issues going on with Deadpool. It's going to be awesome. I hope. I, I You know what? I hope. I think it is because you know what? Uh, Ryan Reynolds knows what he's doing. But apparently he's stepping on some toes here. Yes, but see, I read all the articles and they said that what they wanted... The, losing directors, huge. Yes, huge. Is. And but, then losing the sound guy, which Ryan, made that movie so good. Yeah, but Ryan Reynolds has... You know, all he's he's been planning for this forever. But um, the the big thing was the director wanted to go bigger, spend more money. You know, do it bigger and like. Well, he wanted to, and, and he Ryan wanted Reynolds wanted to keep, keep it small, it more personal. Per, yeah, like personable feels like you're. He didn't. It. He didn't want to go and tie it and into like, the bigger world. Yeah, like, he wanted to he keep wanted it to its make own fun thing. Of a, you know what I mean? 
Which I'm, I'm cool with. I'm cool with. Like, I love Deadpool because he makes fun of stuff. And I love how he references Heaven's Gate. <laughs> he does a lot of cool. I just like when he's like McAvoy or Stewart. You know, just a little shit These like timelines that. are so confusing. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I'm holding that hope. But it's that's not good. Losing a director and then losing the sound guy, which the sound guy was huge yeah, in that movie. The score was, the score was great. Awesome. Like, I don't think score is going to like The Walking Dead has a fantastic score. They always have. Bear McCreary, who does the score, has always done a knockout job on the I on never want to hear the song from last night ever again. You're going to hear it again. No! You're going to hear it again. So, <laughs> having said that, uh, why don't we move into The Walking Dead? All right, let's do it. We're on easy street. Right, the first time, I'm like, all right, that's funny, and then I'm like, all right, that's fucked up, and then I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's driving me nuts, right? God damn. Okay, who, who pull up the IMDb? I gotta know who directed it's this called, episode. Uh, the Cell. The Cell was the name of the episode. This episode for me had moments that I really liked, but then it had some moments that were sketchy, and we'll get into that in a minute. Um, but I'm curious on who directed this because I f- have a feeling it wasn't nobody that we know, or at least it wasn't Nicotero or Gimple or any of the big ones. There's no way it could be those two guys. Easy Street writer delighted his songs being used for torture. I bet he was. <laughs> Before last night, that song was nowhere in the digital world. Okay, they had they. It's all over the place now because of The Walking Dead. But it was never. And that's why I said I love Bear Bear McCreary because he does shit like this. That is just like what the serious fuck. I can't. I can't deal with it. <laughs> yes, you can. I might do a soundbite. That's just we're no, on easy no, street. No, I never want to hear that song again in my life. There's a couple <laughs> sound bites I gotta do for tomorrow, so I, 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 that's gonna be one of them. It's not coming up. There's, I, I, there's no way that Gimp or, or Nicotera directed this. No fucking way. Let's see. Hold on. Um. Okay. So we move while you're looking at. We move into. We, this one p- picks up. Like, we don't really know how much time has passed, but it picks up basically with Daryl in a cell. Yes. Well, first we off. finally get him naked. Which, which I po- I don't know if you saw. Did you see where I said? I looked at Irene and I said, Dar- Norman Reedus posted like an hour for the episode. He says, I'll be naked eating dog food. And I said to Irene, I said, he's going to be naked eating dog food. And she was like, hmm. <laughs> and then you see him and you're like, uh, yeah. That's not really what I wanted. And he was naked eating dog food. Uh Grimy is all fucking hell, but yeah, he, uh, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it was but weird. we open up with uh, who's the boss playing in the background, yes. and then we get the most epic sandwich montage yeah. in history. <laughs> did you not get hungry? I really did. When he was cutting the tomato, I was like, and then we found out he has he has a passion for mustard. Yeah. Mustard is his thing. Dwight yeah. loves fucking mustard. Actually, there was a uh, yellow artic- mustard at that. There was an that. article that I read that said. Um, <laughs> Look, I'm one of those weirdos, too, that eat, like, I prefer mustard on my fries versus ketchup, no. so I'm one of those guys. I don't know. It's weird. People look at me all the time, like, you like mustard with your fries? Oh, that's gross. I either like mustard or I like ranch. Those are the two ranch things. Ranch is good. I like tater tots with ranch and fries with mustard. 
Yellow mustard, That's too. Gross. It's not gross. It's good. Dwight likes it, so I don't even want to hear it. Whatever. I and don't like Dwight. Dwight had a hot wife. I know. Even Negan says it. Yeah. <laughs> so, did you find out who directed this episode? No, it's, I got to know who directed it. this fucking episode. Just look it up on IMDb. I you did. Know, I you couldn't find up? it. You um, find it. So, we started off, like I said, with the who's the boss stuff, right? Yes. And it was very strange, but yeah, I did want a sandwich. I did too. But can I just say, Daryl? I mean, Dwight totally wants to be Daryl. Like, <laughs> he, yeah, he I is living in Daryl's life. Yeah. He's got the coat on, you know, like all that he's shit. He's got the crossbow, you know. And he's, and you know, what, the biggest part that bothered me with Dwight was last season when he was like, thing kicks like a bitch. It's a mm-hmm. fucking crossbow. There is no recoil in a crossbow, <laughs> you moron. God, that drove me I nuts. Mean, a lot of people complained about this episode. I actually liked it. Again, it was character development. It showed inside, you know, the the root of everything going on. Um, I liked I liked how you seen Dwight. Like, all right, you hated him, and then you kind of like towards the end, you're like, damn, I kind of see why he did that. So Aldrich, you know what I mean, Aldrich, Aldrich Riley was the one who directed this, and he's directed and a couple episodes of NCIS, Once Upon a Time, Wayward Pines. Oh. Person of interest. He's he's been around. There was some editing problems in this episode, like uh, I I thought. Um, the epi- Okay, so this episode had some great moments to it. Like I liked I, it. I loved seeing the scenes with Daryl. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that was more compelling than anything else that was going on. No, see, I really liked you know all, we, everything about it because I liked how you know Negan just walked by and they're like you know yeah, like, but, crouching, and then I liked you know the guy that he that uh, he had to go get. In this in the road, and you're listening to him, and he's like a thug with a baseball bat, you know, like, you know, it gave into the mindset of their operation. No, like I I, I get that. And I mean, for comic book people, you knew that like you know Dwight's wife went to Negan and stuff like that. But for people who never read the comics, you know, it was interesting to hear that and see no, that. No, I get that. But for to me, to for me, this was the first time I actually at the end of the episode, I was like, that was a filler episode. That was a filler episode. We we didn't prov- we didn't we didn't move the story along at all. We we learned nothing that we didn't already know in this episode. But I mean, we knew Daryl was captured. Yes. Right. We well, know. We didn't know what he was going to be used for. We know Negan's technique. We've seen it with Rick. Mm-hmm. We knew that Dwight had a wife, right? And yeah. we already saw in the trailer that you know they already kind of like I feel like the trailer kind of spoiled this episode. We there. The only thing I will say, like, during the sandwich montage, you see that it's, like, a shit show. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're all fighting and shit like that. So, that was, like, one thing I was like, okay, so this group's all a shit show. Yeah, I mean, they're but all just I d- bowing down. Which was, I, I felt kind of corny, because I felt like, I felt like, ne- to me, Negan did not feel threatening in this episode at all. From, I think he did. From start to, no, because nobody was scared by him. Daryl was like, I'm Daryl. And Negan was like, huh. And they just walked away. And I'm like... No, it's not. It's not how you work. But it's, then again, he's trying to break Daryl and I, show him yeah. that you know he's not such a bad guy. I get that, but for me, like I felt, I did not feel threatened by. Like never in this episode did I feel threatened for Daryl's life. Not one single. Well, no, time. not for Daryl's life. But I mean, when Negan was talking to Dwayne, he's like, you know, it's happy hour at the Pussy Club, and I was like, oh shit, like yeah, like <laughs> I don't know, like to me though, like I just didn't feel like they, they didn't tell me anything that. We already didn't know. We knew that everybody's Negan. We are. We yeah. already knew, knew 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 that. We knew that from last year. But they showed how they break people. They show you know. Yeah, but we knew th- even one of his main men is only there because. But we his knew- wife. Like it's not. He's not really there for any other reason. But we kind of already knew that. 
But I mean, as comic book. No, but even at, books, take the comic book. I even talked to a guy at my work today who's not a comic book reader, and he was like, "Yeah, like he was like, you know, my problem with my biggest problem with the episode was like they just repeated things that we are already knew, and that's kind of the way I felt. I felt like there was no movement in the story. I mean, but then again, a lot of people think that uh, the episode with Ezekiel was corny, and I think that's probably I like, in my top I think, five I think, of the Walking Dead episodes. See, I have problems with top fives because we're at like over 100 episodes. I know, but I mean, point. that's probably like in my top five. Um, I liked last week's episode, and I watched it with the kids again this past weekend, and I liked it more the second time I watched it. Yeah, I watched it, it so, three times. So I think last week's episode was way better than this week's episode. See, like, I li- even, at the end of this episode, I walked away going, huh? And that was that, and I'm a huge Walking Dead fan. And I walked away like, eh, didn't do it. Didn't it just didn't? There was moments that it did things for me, but as a whole, it just didn't move the story at all. It didn't move. It felt like, and there was some bad editing. Yeah, there was parts that felt like a fucking Hallmark movie. I mean, that girl like kind of finding Daryl and like go back. I mean, that was weird. It was corny. Like there was, I had a lot of issues. Like I would say, like fifty percent of the episode I liked, and fifty percent I didn't. That's the best way I can explain it. Because fifty percent that I liked was all Daryl in the cell. Seeing him break down was cool. Yeah. Seeing Dwight throw the picture was cool. Seeing Dwight with the sandwich montage was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, um, but everything else was dumb. I, mean, I liked Negan, like you know, when he's like putting the baseball bat at Daryl's feet. Yeah, like those things were cool. Like, and I like that. The whole thing when, when Negan's tell, telling Daryl, you know, all about Dwight, and he's like, he's like, did he disappear with my soon to be baby no, fiance? Those like, were those know? were the parts that I liked, but the parts that I didn't like were like, okay, so there was the scene, like I said earlier before we start recording, like when um, he walks into the room or he walks in the hallway and they kneel, and then Dwight Darryl, or Negan's like, I gotta talk to you for a minute. And then all of a sudden, Daryl sits down in the chair. The guy points ahead. Daryl looks at, at the room, then looks back, and all of a sudden, Dwight's standing there. Like, something was missing there. And I felt like that more than once. Like, why did Dwight's bike get broken? Why did his bike get broken? No, because they clearly stayed on the talking dead. It was because the car fell over the overpass and smashed in, in, into his bike. We never saw that. We never saw that. I mean, but they, there like, was editing issues in this yes, episode. There was, a lot. but I mean, I don't think it was the worst Walking Dead episode. Oh no, no, no! I'm not saying that. But as far as this season is definitely the worst. This out of the three, it's three it's, episodes. Yes, but this to me, I walked out I like liked it. I walked out saying this. This was this was to me a filler episode. Like for the for the first time in a long time, I felt like this is an episode. It didn't progress the story at all. It didn't do much for me as I mean, far as. I told a lot about. The people that Negan has, like they're not really for him; they're just terrified of him. And then I don't shows... even know if they're terrified. I just think they're just in the system. And like they have to, like it's kind of like this country right now. Like they have to uh, lesser of two evils: either go out there and die, or stay in here, suck it up, and you know, make a good sandwich. Like, I mean, and then, I understand. I and, just had a lot. And of I problems. liked Negan talking to Dwight, and you know, he's talking about like I you got know, bored with that stuff. No, though. see, I like that. I like, I like that, and like I like when they talk, and it's not just all action. And I like no, when he's like I like to talk in episodes too. He's like, too. oh, do you want um, a pass or what would he say? A free pass for. Want to go back in time? Whatever. Or something. Yeah. Like, and like he's talking about his wife, and he's yeah. just like, like you know. And yeah. then like I, I, I like those. There, like I said, it had like fifty percent of this was good, but then the other fifty percent I think was just shitty editing that just made the story like, what just happened? Hold on, what what happened? How did his bike get messed up? Maybe they didn't tell us yet. Maybe it's part of the 
No, because they said that the car the, the car flew over the overpass, landed, smashed zombies, and then when Dwight looked up, the zombie fell down and smashed him, hit him. That's how he got. Because all of a sudden, Dwight is all cut up, and I'm like, when the hell did this happen? One minute he's fine, and then all of a sudden he's picking the bike up and he's walking, and I'm like, what did we miss here? But you did say Dwight and Daryl become friends, right? Not Dwight and Daryl, because Daryl's not in the comics. Oh, yeah, that's right. Dwight becomes a turncoat. Spoiler alert. Okay. He's a turncoat, okay. which they set up in this episode. Exactly. Clearly, they that's set why up. they had to do that, though. Yes, but you shouldn't leave out key pieces of, of the story. What's going on with your lights? I don't know. They're going up, down, up, down. But you shouldn't leave out those little pieces. Like, if you're going to show Dwight pushing his bike because it got all jacked up, and you're going to expect people to understand that a car fell on it or people fell on it, Show us that. You don't have to go into this elaborate fucking thing, but just show something similar. You know what I mean? Like, I just felt like, and then, like I said, that, that, where, where Negan, we clearly saw every conversation between Dwight and Negan in this episode up until that. And I was like, and all of a sudden, Dwight's just standing there. I was like, what the fuck just happened? And even Irene says, that dude, nice. She's like, yeah, it was kind of weird. Like, and I asked a couple people in work to watch, and they're like, yeah, I didn't get that. It was, Almost like when they edit it, they chop something out or... Well, I mean, they did add extra... Like, they're, the next episode is going to be 90 minutes. They, so, yeah. you never know what they might do with this. I mean, there might be... But a, that's fine, but that's... They're not going to go back in time. No, I don't think they're going to go back in time. It's not back to the future. So, my only... My biggest problem with this episode was uh, poor editing, I think. There was enough of poor editing and I really was like, eh. Like, literally, I walked away and was like, eh, I went to bed. Irene was watching Song Dead. I was like in and out of the house. Like I was like making lunch for the next day. I didn't really care. I was listening kind of half heartedly. Yeah. But I was just like, eh. But it had moments that I really liked. Like I love seeing Daryl in the cell. I love. Yeah, I like when he was standing. There up. was certain parts that I really liked, but then there was parts where I was like, all right. I liked the part where they he he tapes the picture of Glenn to the wall. But, see, that was and good. Then one. he then he plays like the sad song instead about of the crying. other song. And I was like, what was that song? It was about crying. Like I you're totally going to cry or yeah. something. And I was like, oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. And then Daryl starts crying, which I said, Daryl's going to have a lot of problems with this because he mm-hmm. knows he calls Glenn's death. And he's, yeah. he's coming through with that now. He's seeing that, which, you know, was clear that it was going to have problems. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I like this episode. I don't think it's the worst. No, I'm not saying it's the worst. I just had problems with I just have problems episode. with Dwight because, all right, I get that he wants, you know, he's just not Daryl. Can we please, like, like, is there a reason why he's, he's taking see, on I can't everything? See, uh, I can't uh, say nothing. Um, I, see, see, that's the difference between comics it's, and then. But no, because Daryl's not in the comics. But I will say this. There's a, how Dwight becomes, yeah, I can uh, spoiler, if you want to do something, miss, skip ahead t- uh, two minute minutes. I'll get this all out in two minutes. <laughs> in the comic book, Dwight decides that because of his wife, he decides that he wants he can't deal with this anymore. They've set that up in this episode. So eventually, Dwight starts going to Rick's group, becoming an inside man. That's when Carl ends up going in the comic books. Carl goes in and he becomes like kind of like a confidant to, to, to Negan. Negan kind of like lets the kid look up to him. So there's a whole relationship between do Negan you think and Carl. Do you think they're going to do that in, in this show? No, I, I think it's going to be Daryl. Okay. I think eventually they're, go- they're, they're starting to break Daryl. When you saw Daryl cry and all that, I think we're getting to that point. And I think there's going to be, you know, because Daryl has done this before. He went and became one of the claimed guys. Yeah. You know, like, so he has shown us in the past that he can revert yeah so um i I hope that doesn't happen because i feel like that would be like total taking daryl out of context like i think that would be just Mm -hmm. 
But also, like, last night, I said to Irene, I said, I'm kind of bored with Daryl at this point. I'm not. Um, And I I understand a lot of people are, but, I mean, I uh, like his character because... It just seems like his character has gone nowhere in two years. Like, it has done nothing. No, because he was, like, all crying at the Alexandria and didn't want to do anything. He didn't want to be with him. Didn't want to live in the house with anybody. And, like, now he's starting to see that, like, you know, this is... But it's getting old. No, I like Daryl. I like Daryl's character. I like his character season one through five. But you have to deal with Rick's character. It's the story of Carl and Rick. I don't like Rick's character. Yeah, but they can kill off Daryl. Hell, and I think they're setting Daryl up for his eventual demise. I I think that's kind of why they've avoided him in a way during the past couple years because they want to kill him and not have everybody hate the show. So I think they're kind of creating him into a way to where when he does die, people aren't going to be really upset. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, at least I got to meet Scud. Yeah, no, look. <laughs> he was very soft. Last last <laughs> night I was watching this episode and I'm like, you know, I kind of don't even I don't even give a shit about him I anymore. care about Daryl. I do. I it's just I how do. I feel. Like I'm kind of like, all right, I'm over this guy at this point. Like I liked his character for a long time, but now I'm like, all right, you know what? I I I'm, I'm tired of seeing this sad mopey guy with hair hair over his eyes all the time. Because that's what he's turned into. Tell me I I'm have wrong. nothing to say. He's a sad, mo-boopy guy who just got Glenn killed. <sighs> we'll see what happens. So We'll uh, see what happens. We'll see. I mean, I love Daryl. I love his character. Um, I think he has gone places. I mean, I don't like Rick's character, but, you know, everyone loves... I mean, he's hot. Rick's hot. <laughs> it's a story. Especially since he got, like, older. It's the story of Rick and Carl, so those two aren't ever going to anywhere. I know. You know? It's just one of those things. Daryl's a character that can go at, at any time. And they've already, like, they've talked about him dying off many times. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see, see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, but my synopsis, like, my take on last night's episode, um, out of ten, I give it, like, a six. I give it a seven. It wasn't, like, a great episode for me. And it could have been great. If the editing was better... And I feel like if they just would have made Negan a little more powerful, because I felt like he lost a lot of power for me in this episode. For as powerful as he looked the first time we saw him, he. But I think that's why we needed that balance. We needed to see him at his height, and then, you know, that. So then when we see him in the fourth episode, he's like, you know, in between. Like you kind of understand where he's coming from. Yeah, I mean, I understand. You know that he's brutal, but you know that. And even even like his living quarters, I thought was hokey. I thought it was right for him. He's on a bed set up by pallets. Yeah, I thought it was good. You're supposedly the king of this shit, and everything is yours, and you don't own a fucking bed. No, maybe he doesn't. I don't want buy. Them. Maybe he doesn't want them to I'll think buy. that he's. You know, I don't buy. I don't know. I I love it, and I love Jeffrey D. Morgan. And, no, I love Jeffrey D. I Morgan. Loved I loved him when he's talking to Dwight. I love. I loved when he's talking about his wife. He's like in his super hot wife. No, like, like I like all those things, but I don't know if it's writing directing or just the show in general just just not like caring but if you're gonna be everything is negan negan owns everything he shouldn't have this little one bedroom shitty ass apartment why they had daryl stare in the bedroom i don't we'll know see. because we had bad editing we'll that cut that out happens. we'll see what happens okay so i give it a seven uh, yeah i give it like a five or six i don't know this to me i like i said i walked away like eh. that's the way i walked away i walked away annoyed because of that stupid song we're on easy street. Stop! We got a one-way seat. <laughs> and that was last night. We're on easy street. Stop! And it feels so sweet. Cause the world is but a tree. And you're on easy street.
But you know, the funny thing was, Irene said to me, "Oh my god, that would get so annoying." I said, "You do realize this is like a torture tech technique, mm-hmm. like uh, in Guantanamo Bay, these Metallica is one of those songs, yeah. uh, one of those bands that play constant same song, and it just yeah. it drives you fucking insane." Mm-hmm. So, like that was a part I liked about the episode. Like they kept doing that. And there was one part where like Daryl starts to go get out. And I'm like, he better not fucking escape that easy. When he was, of course he wasn't. But he, I mean, everyone's but, like, oh, he knew he should have known that was a trick. But then again, but it was, was it a trick? Opportunity. Was it a trick? Yeah. But they never said that. Megan did say that. No, he was like, oh, so you try and get out, ha ha. Because he said he he said I set this up. He says that it's a setup. He said, do you really? He think did you say it was a setup. Unlocked? He like, did say it was setup. But yeah. I kind of felt like I don't know. It just it seemed weird. I liked it. There was a lot of parts of it that seemed weird to me. I feel like I liked it. <laughs> and you're gonna lose ten dollars. Right, did they lose? No, not yet. I don't know. It says post game live, uh, so they must have lost. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here you go, just for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, all right. You ready to jump into our topic? Yes, I guess? let's do it. We haven't played any tra- trailers yet. We'll do that at the end, I guess. We got to do our voicemail play still. Yeah. Want to do our, our want to do that stuff now? Yeah, we can do our voicemail now. Let's do it all. Let's get the, yeah. the voicemail and the trailers out of the way because uh, we'll do that now so that way we can do our topic here. All right, ready for a voicemail? Yes. Are you? I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. It's You're so saying... awesome. But, yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited about our topic. It's a fun one. You were, he texted me this morning and was like, Tell me your stuff because I don't want to have the same things. I'm like, you do not have the same things as I do. All right, we'll see. All right, here, you don't. here is our voicemail, our, our only, one and only. Hey, yo, I'm trying to call the XD experience. Um, I'm hanging out with this chick. Uh, this chick, uh, she claims she does a podcast. I don't believe her. We're right now we're at the bar getting drunk and silly. I don't believe it. So, um, I, I, uh, this. This is, um, this is not even proof. It's just a stupid voicemail. Anyway, uh, um, I, I'm going to ask her on a date later. All right. <laughs> well, did she accept? Hey, yo, I'm trying to call the XD experience. Um, so, I'm hanging out with this chick. But it's kind of weird. I said, he's, he's like, yeah, we can have this thing where we meet one once a year, and then you just come to the airport, punch me in the face, and leave. <laughs> right. Some people are into that kind of thing. Yeah. I did a show with Sean. It was awesome. <laughs> Horribly awkward. Yeah, it was. It was. It was funny. But it was funny because he wrote the wrong number again, and I told him five times. So, so he types it in. He calls, and it's some lady's voicemail. And he's like, "Fuck, we just put her all over the internet." That's all right. <laughs> that makes it fun. Oh, it was awesome. But yeah, so that was totally fun. I told him we have to get him on the show again. Yeah, because I think it was just a year that we... Uh... Yeah, that's what actually uh, we were talking about that. Because it was December when me and him... Ha- I've been on his show three times now. Yeah? Woo, woo, two one-on-ones and then with me and you. All right. So let's jump into some trailers before we jump into our topic. Did you see the new Wonder Woman trailer? No, I have not seen any of these trailers. Did you see any of the Wonder Woman trailers yet? Yes, I've seen the first one. You've seen the first one. All right, yes. so this this one just came out. What the hell? I don't know. That? I see boobs. I see boobs, too. <laughs> nice, nice ones, too. Um, this is a trailer just dropped four days ago. It's a Wonder Woman trailer. It looks fucking fantastic. I cannot wait for this film to come. So here we go in the Wonder Woman trailer. Wonder Woman, by the way. Wonder Woman. I used to want to save the world. This beautiful place. 
closer you get, the more you see the great darkness within. this the hard way a long long time ago what is your mission to stop the war what war the war to end all wars weapons far deadlier than you can ever imagine the war can be ours wherever you are you are in more danger than you think i cannot stand by while innocent lives are lost Be careful, Diana. Who is this woman? She's my um, secretary, sir. She's, she's a very good secretary. It is our sacred duty to defend the world. And it's what I'm going to do. Although, I am not opposed to engaging in a bit of fisticuffs should the occasion arise. I think it's going to be fantastic. I mean, I'll definitely check it out. I mean, I don't think we've ever had actually like a woman origin story in the superhero realm. Yeah. Uh, We've had some stuff at the CW, but nothing like this is going to be the first major one. And I'm excited for it because let me tell you, like, it's going to make every like kid, every girl from like the age of like five to like 50 are going to love yeah, this fuck I mean, now we have as long a, as it's done well we do have looks like, like a harley quinn yeah but like she has story. like that slutty look to her yeah. so this is going to be the first like wholesome air quotes yeah. kind of thing i think that people are going to look at so i think it's going to be this is going to play to, to a big, bigger audience than suicide yeah, squad but. i think they should totally like start like you know diving into the female well they're genre. getting to it. it the problem is you have to have a, a strong one and wonder woman is one that they can do and then in the marvel world there's some they can do but uh dc ha- wonder woman's the biggest one female wise like because yeah. marvel I mean, never did the black widow more. like you have like the female wolverine and female deadpool i mean you have a bunch of females but you need yeah but they're not good yeah they're not going to be movies um because they're just like spinoffs so you're never going to see them in a movie per se but we'll, we'll i don't see. know guardians of the galaxy was a spinoff guardians of the galaxy was a piece of shit comic <laughs> that turned into a great movie because it had james gunn as a director yeah maybe in the soundtrack it was great chris pratt speaking of guardians of the galaxy here we go part two i haven't seen this
than those who do not. I get it, yes. I am a dancer, Gamora is not. You just need to find a woman who is pathetic. Like you. Thanks, buddy. Do you need a hug? No. No, I do not. I do not. Oh, I thought I said no. You're welcome. Now, when I saw Doctor Strange, they played a um, bigger trailer, but I haven't found that online yet. Oh, so. little Groot. I love him. Uh, I can't wait and for that. And this is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy, what, Mix 2 or something? Mm-hmm. And, uh, hopefully we get to hear Volume what's on. Two. Yeah, Volume what's hopefully two. we get to hear what's on as his, the mix his mom made. Yeah, I mean, they're playing the same songs that... Uh, they did have Michael Jackson. <laughs> did they? Yeah, at the end, remember he danced to Michael Jackson? Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> okay, so, uh, so we had that. What else did I say we were going to play? There was another trailer I went to. I don't play. know, but I did watch... Uh, have you been keeping up on Westworld? Uh, yes, but I'm one episode back. Oh, last night's episode was... I did not see that so one. So I'm two good. episodes back. Last night and the week before. So fucking Because I watched... It, cha- it, cha- it turns the whole fucking tables. I'll catch up show. for it, because I got, I got caught up on... Um, well, I'm current on Ash... Versus Evil Dead, which is just a fantastic yeah. fucking fun show. And then um, I got to watch Arrow and Legends tonight. I'm caught up on Flash. Did you, did you, are you caught up on Flash? No, I have one episode behind. Flash is fucking But oh, so wait, good. I had a dream. Can I tell you the dream real tell quick? Tell me the dream. So I had a dream, right? And like, for some reason, like the house that me and um, dad stay at, like for some stay reason. Stay at the house that Yeah, drove. that we live at, like. In the dream, Stay like, like people like come together. in and like they break in and they try to steal something. We don't know what it is, and it turns out there's like this like secret like passage in like the spare bedroom in the closet, and it holds like these two like precious like animals like mink type things, right? And like I'm like the Flash, and like I saved the day or whatever. You're a and, speedster. Yeah, listen though. So I mean, so like. I, at the end, at the end, I'm like, all right, you know, we've done this. All right, uh, you know, I thought this guy was good, and we're in the car, and I'm driving this person with me, and we stop, and like we see the people that we think are the good guys, but then all of a sudden we see the bad guys pull up, and they just shoot me in the chest, right? Yeah. And I, th- I felt it, and like all of a sudden I'm like, you know, I'm trying to, I'm like the Flash, so I'm trying to move, but it's like raining, so with the blood and everything, I like instead of moving, I electrocute myself. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. I just have to tell you that. I electrocuted myself as the Flash. All right. <laughs> um, there was a weird pop and buzz. That's because of the plug. So I was going to... W- next week, we'll do... The, I said I got a new toy. We got to play on the show. We'll do that next, okay. next week because we're... Yeah. Um, we have any other trailers we need to play? No, we're ready to jump into our topic. We're ready to our topic. Our topic. Uh, should we do an uh, intro for our topic? A bumper? Yeah, of, of course. Let's see what we got in the uh, mixed bag here. I got all kinds of them safe. Because remember really? last week you were like, what is that? What is that? Yeah. What is that? Let's see what I got. Let's see what you got. Let's see what um, I can stir up. I was excited. When you said this topic, it was funny because I was actually watching a show and it, it had a story about a president. And I was like, yeah, I'm listening to. Not that one. Not that one. Not my obnoxious voice. Come on, Michael. Well, let's see what this is. There's one I'm looking for specifically. So we'll see. Let's see if I can. You out there? Not, no. that, not that one. One of these you out there? No. Christian Slater, go away. Hey, what's up, guys? No. We have before. No. We- no. Where'd it go? What'd you do with it? 
We have before us the opportunity. Where did it go? Is it all the way at the bottom? Hold on. Come on, son. I want to hear this. It's old school. It's old school? Oh, I'm excited now. You know I love old school. If I can find it, because I don't know. Come on, man. Calm yourself. Um, by the way, since we're from Delaware, Ryan Felipe, Felipe's new show, he's from Delaware. He was in... um. I know what he did last summer and stuff like that, Cruel Intentions. Um, he has a show uh, called Shooter that's coming out. It was delayed, so it's going to be coming out this month. So stick around for that. That's going to be awesome. I'm excited for that. Delawarean voice. Here you go. What was the last time you heard, heard this? Just because I feel like yeah, I do. Yeah, conspiracies, mystery, TV, film, comics, the XD experience is on it. The unexplained and unsolved with your awesome host coming on. Inspector Gidget and Agent M, the XD experience begins. Having a great time on the air. Horror, mystery, you better beware. The XD experience is coming on. There you go. They're here. Right. About to do another shot. This is what, our fourth? Something like that. All, All right. right. We both did this. the same thing. <laughs> you can tell we're siblings. We oh, both we did. All right. <laughs> we both did that. Turn right. the light, please. Lights, please. I'm not turning up high. All right, who wants? Okay, so our topic this week is presidential stories. Presidential stories could be anything in yes. the world. Does it? It does not Do matter what first? it is. Let's hear you first. Okay. I mean, All right, so I have th- this one. Um, this is kind of weird. So okay, so it's about Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow. Okay, he was in office March fourth, nineteen thirteen to March fourth, nineteen twenty one. Yeah. He was the 28th president of the United States. On October second, nineteen nineteen. He suffered a stroke of such intensity that it incapacitated him. So what they did was um, it permanently paralyzed him, but they didn't know that till later. The left side of his body and his left in his left eye. So he was bedridden. Mm-hmm. So his, um, you know, associates and stuff like that kept him secret. He was still president at the time. Yep. So he stopped all public appearances. He like basically hid. Nobody, nobody talked to him. Um, his wife actually set up a desk and started to uh, control the country. Now she was a controlling little cunt. Okay, she was. But Ouch. this is funny. This is funny. Her name was Edith Wilson. Um, and she set up a desk and a phone, and she uh, conducted meetings. She talked to the press, saw governors, congressmen, and her husband's aides. Uh, she never, she never really made any big impact, but she is known as like the first lady president of the United States. And a lot of people don't know that. Um, he never fully recovered from his stroke, um, but served his term. But he was hidden away, and his wife basically did it for him. Um, and, you know, so no one knew until after office. So, but they had only married, they'd only known each other for like nine months before they got married and then he was elected president. Hot. Um, but Sexy. She, she actually, uh, for 37 years up until he died, took care of him after a stroke and everything. She gave him sponge baths. So, yeah. Sponge yeah. baths, balls yeah. and everything. But 
she was the first woman president, if, you know, technically. All right, so I'm going to start off my first one on a funny you one. You have no thoughts? Uh, I've heard that, but that's, that's that's a good one because I know there's a lot of people that haven't heard that. Okay. You ready to hear my first person? Yes. It's goofy as fuck. Okay. Teddy Roosevelt uses judo on the Swiss minister. You heard the story? Yes. You won't find many presidents tougher than Theodore Roosevelt. Abraham Lincoln. Hear me out. All right. <laughs> he loved riding, swimming, and hunting and was always up for a good fight. He was once informed his son that he believed in the most roughest sports. So long as they did not degenerate into the soul of one's existence. In particular, he loved boxing and judo, the latter of which he started to train in 1904 using a downstairs office in the White House. Like any other sport enthusiast, Roosevelt was keen to practice his newfound skills. Rather, he could, among his sparring partners, where he and his private secretary, the Japanese naval Itachi... That reminds me. Remember when Bush threw up on the Japanese prime minister? Who? Bush. The the senior. Did he really? Oh, my God. There's a video. Hold on. Can we stop? No, no, no. Let let me finish this and we'll get to that. (laughs) I I I never heard of this. Secretary of of War William Howard Taft and the Secretary Interior Gifford Pinchot uh, on one occasion during the state of luncheon, Roosevelt demonstrated his techniques on his techniques on a Swiss minister, throwing him to the ground and placing him into a judo hold. Apparently, the onlooking crowd loved the show, although nobody knows whether the minister had volunteered or to be a sparring <laughs> partner or not. I just find it funny that fat ass Teddy Roosevelt yeah. threw a fucking somebody to the ground. That's awesome. And then was though. like judo chop. Teddy Roosevelt is considered like the t- one of the top three Teddy best Roosevelt. presidents. Like he, he, like honestly, we could do a whole show on Teddy Roosevelt, and it wouldn't. Maybe be we will. <laughs> I mean, he was he was a no nonsense guy. Yeah, I actually have a story about him. It's gonna be my last. What do you one mean? Now. Look up Bush. Uh, Bush throws up on Japanese Prime Minister. <laughs> there you go. Second one now. You didn't even have to finish typing. I I don't remember this. <laughs> This oh, is senior shit. or junior? Senior, I think. I remember the shoes being thrown. No, not the shoe. Come bad on. sushi? Is it called bad sushi? I don't know. It shouldn't be called. He had like flu-like symptoms. So uh, just click on one where he Bush looks like he's vomiting in up. Japan. This is like an hour long. Hold on. No. What is this? I don't know. It says an hour. Hold on. Come on, son. Look, I can only control what YouTube allows me to watch. All right. Uh, what is that? What the fuck? Go on Google. Damn it! Uh, all right, you looked that up. You 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 want me to do my next one? Yes. All right, you ready for this? Let's see which one do I want to do. I got like hundred of them on here. Uh, let's do the Kung Fu Intruder. Have you heard? Ooh, have you heard heard of this? No. There's a video that encompasses encompasses this. Um, okay. Let's, uh, let's ABC News has obtained a videotape that shows clearly what happened when the president fell ill. Here's White House correspondent Ann Compton. The long camera in the dining room was locked in on the head table when President Bush was overcome by nausea oh. and fell forward. It appears he lost consciousness as he toppled over onto his host, Prime Minister Diazara. <laughs> the new scenes show First Lady Barbara Bush acting quickly. Recognizing her husband needed help, bringing her napkin to his mouth, then stepping back to let the Secret Service agents take over. As the commotion became more frantic, one agent told guests to stay back. Then he vaulted over the table to help. 
Moments later come the scenes replayed so many times in the last three days, the president recovers enough to apologize and leave. <laughs> the nausea had plagued President Bush all evening. Okay. <laughs> you didn't know about that? That's I awesome. never right. heard about that in my life. Um, <laughs> that's... Oh, shit. All right. So what was yours? Uh, it's the Kung Fu Intruder. Kung Fu Intruder. You got a lot of, like, Bruce Lee type shit going on over here. All right, I'm a, there's a video that encompasses it. Um, okay. Let me, here we go. Okay. All right, here we it, go. it might tell the story. I don't know. The president was preparing to let fly at the Congress today. An uninvited and decidedly unwelcome intruder caused a brief commotion on the White House lawn. Here's the story from David Garcia. The fence along Pennsylvania Avenue, built in 1938 to keep passers-by off the North Lawn. Anthony Philip Henry of Dayton, Ohio, jumped it. White House guards quickly surrounded Henry, who was dressed in a karate outfit, <laughs> flashing a knife he had carried hidden in a Bible. The guards further armed themselves with riot sticks, trying first to knock the knife out of Henry's hand. There's Morgan. The <laughs> guard managed to get in close and flip Henry. The rest piling on to handcuff him. Two of the guards getting cut. As Henry was led away, he started yelling, his ranting the only clue to his motive. Henry never got okay. inside the White House, and a Secret Service spokesman says the president was never in any danger. All right, so the president's never... So let me read you the story. It's weird. <laughs> That's Not awesome. all visitors to the White House are invited. In, hi, in its history, there have been 30 recorded cases of civilians illegally entering the White There's House property. There's a video property. of a guy stabbing a couple of people out front seen, of the White House. Yeah. I've seen that one. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so White House property. Uh, and four of these managed to get into the White House itself. One Ooh. man was successfully scaled the White House fences in 1970, Anthony Henry, which we just saw who was a 35-year-old man from Dayton, Ohio, uh, knitted out in a white karate uniform and armed with a knife. Henry marched across the lawn toward the White House. Security quickly spotted, um, spotted the breach and approached Henry. Upon discovering that he was armed with a knife, the security guards, the security guards were unable to, to do anything other than surround him and wait for backup. For an unbelievable few seconds, which were caught on film, which we just saw, Henry took up a defense stance and began repelling waves of attacks by dozens or so of security personnel surrounding him. Eventually, one guard managed to get close enough to Henry and threw him to the ground. They say the floor, there is no floor yeah. in the outside. I hate that. <laughs> like I when we would go fucking camping? I hate that. <laughs> I absolutely fucking despise when ground. people say floor on the grass. Yeah. It is the ground. <laughs> Floor is a man-made object, not grass. I fucking hate that. I'm sorry. That drives me fucking batshit insane. It's a pet peeve. I know. No, that's... I mean, everyone's I got one, but I do too. I fucking like, hate that. When we used to go camping and, like, Chrissy would bring, like, uh... Her friends and they would say, "Oh, I dropped it on the floor." <laughs> there is no floor; it's the ground. <laughs> yes, it's the, the floor ground. is like a wood surface or a tile surface what or if they something. Drop it in the tent, it's still the ground, <laughs> or you say the bottom of the tent. Yeah, but it is not a floor. Okay, <laughs> I fucking hate that. Oh, Jesus okay. Christ! All right. Anyway, <laughs> that just reminded me how much I hate that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 
Uh, he was quickly cuffed and led, led away. As he was taken away, Henry was heard shouting, I don't know why they put me in God we trust on the my, my money. Makes no fucking yeah, sense. Yeah, it doesn't. Listen to George Carlin. <laughs> yeah. Invisible man in the sky. Yeah. Your Bible. All right. You, you, Science you, fiction reading. You doing one? Yes. All right. Do it up. So I'm gonna save my good one to the last. So. I got I got a I got a really good one All to right. the last. So, so this one is about John Quincy Adams. John okay. Quincy Adams. Um now this is a little weird. Um okay, so back in the day when women were not allowed to What's w- back in the day to you though? During his term. Which was a long time ago. Listen. Okay. Many, many moons. <laughs> many moons ago, I yes. I like saying that. Um the kids always ask me, like, when 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 did you see this? And I was like, many, many moons. <laughs> and they're like, shut up. Just joking. count the moons. <laughs> many, Which many ones? Moons. The crescents? The full? Doesn't matter. Okay. Many, many moons. <laughs> All right. So back in back in the day, uh, women were not allowed to um, uh, have... Thought? To accept... They weren't, Stop they thinking. Weren't, no, Stop no, no. thinking. Okay. You're not allowed to think right shut now. Up. Stop thinking. No, they Stop weren't thinking. given Stop the thinking. right to have their husband's pension. Well, you're not... You're not you shouldn't get my god, uh, goddamn Listen. money. Listen! No. Okay? Back then, okay, you the only way that you could get their pension was if you were married to them... You're gonna love my them, next one, by the way. If you... Huh? <laughs> you're gonna love my next one, okay. by the way. If you were married to totally the man when he was the serving man? in the war... The man? Yeah, the man. What what what, what are you, what are you saying? Then, what are you saying? What are you saying? Up. You saying I'm the man? Yes, you're the man. The men. You just said I'm the man. I'm cutting that okay. sound clip out. Right. You're going, you're the man. <laughs> the I'm the up, man. Bitch. I'm the man. I'm the man. <laughs> what was that song? Remember? I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm the man. What the fuck was that? You can tell we're related. What the fuck was that at the same time? And you know we both had that thought in our heads. What was that? I'm the man. God damn, it's going to drive what me was crazy. That now? Uh, I don't know. You want me to tell my story while you're looking that up, my next one? I got like 100 of them, so it doesn't even matter. Okay, go ahead. Uh, okay, Willie Nelson gets high on the roof of the White House. Oh, that's a story to tell. Have you heard, heard about this? No. It is not usually a huge deal for musicians to openly smoke marijuana. In fact, many artists are known for it. However, in fact, one could say that they lit up on the roof of the White House in 1980. Serial Toker, which I love that fucking term. Serial Serial Toker. Toker. (laughs) Willie Nelson was invited to play a private concert for President Jimmy Carter. Nelson and Carter struck up an unlikely friendship over the years. Both of the men grew up upon rural communities in the South. During the Great Depression, and despite different career choices, there were deep mutual respect between... It's a song, isn't it? I'm the man, I'm the man. There you go. Who is that? Who is that? Aloe Black. What's, what, what year? I don't know. It doesn't say. You remember it was, that song, it was though, right? published in 2014, so I think it was. Just, yeah. I dig that song. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. I like that song. That's why it reminded me of that. I'm the man. I'm the man. All right. Following the concert, Willie and his family were invited to stay the night at the White House. In his autobiography, the singer describes how he and an unnamed companion hung out on the roof of the White House with a beer in one hand and a fat Austin torpedo in the other. (laughs) Is that like... I guess it's like a joint. I guess. A blunt. Something. According to the singer, nobody knows from the Secret Service who was watching him, but if they were, 
it was an intention of keep them keeping them out of trouble instead of getting us into it. It seems almost certain the security knew that Nelson was doing it due to his closeness to the president and decided not to act. When asked about the incident, the president claimed to know nothing about it and says that he knew him and Willie never talked about his drug drug use. In 2014, hip-hop artist Snoop Dogg claimed that he smoked up during the visit to... I never knew this. What? Smoked up during the visit to the White House. However, instead of having an aerial view of Pennsylvania Avenue like Willie Nelson, Snoop had to make it do with ceremonial tiles of the White House bathroom floor. Wow. What? Was he doing coke? No, I think he smoked up and took pictures of the tile floor in the White House. Oh, uh, okay. What are you doing? Nothing. There you go. Uh, fun up. fact. Fun fact. Fun F- fact. FF number 682. Uh, I did have, look, Bush threw up on Japanese Prime Minister, but <laughs> so, so uh, weird. Thomas Jefferson invented the swivel chair, swivel chair. So thank you, Thomas Jefferson, for letting me swivel while I podcast. I'm swiveling. <laughs> we, we should Snapchat it. Hold on. Hold on let's Snapchat. I'll, let me do it. Okay. I'm going to Snapchat us swiveling, right. and we could say, like, thanks. We're Snapchatting. Yeah. I don't have no fo- I have, like, six followers. People, please follow yeah. me. I don't even know how to do this. Hey, on. Come on. You just got to hold it. That's what she said. Oh, Lord. Ready? Okay. All right. Let's both do it each okay. at the same time. Ready? Okay. Uh, hold on. I got to turn my camera <laughs> oh, shit. around. Right? <laughs> One, two, three. Thank, Thank you, you Thomas Jefferson, Jefferson, for our swivel chair. Am I making pe- <laughs> people sick? Whoa. Reverse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the man, I'm the man, yeah, I'm the man. I know, me too. All right, so John Quincy Adams, okay? So oh, I he, love John Quincy Adams. He was so, a cool president. Yeah, he was. Um, he had a habit of skinny dipping in the... Yeah, uh, buddy. Yeah, in the uh, p- 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 Potomac River. Sorry. Which isn't far away. Yes, not far away. So back then, like I said, women were not allowed to receive a uh, military pension unless, you know, there were certain circumstances. It's not like today where, you know, you just automatically get it. Okay, so so there was a woman. Her name was uh whoa, I didn't mean to do that. Her name was Anne Royal. Now she was What's she all about Royal Crown Royal. Oh, um you know I've had Crown Royal forever. <laughs> we should get a bottle just, just for down here. That'd be good. We can't tell nobody about it though. Okay. Uh she, Anne Royal was actually the first newspaper woman in the United States. Really? Okay. So this is a this is a fun fact within a fun fact. Um so, also, uh, John Quincy Adams was the first president to be photographed. Really? Yes. Yes. Very, very well. Okay, so, he swam naked in the Potomac River almost every day at 5 a.m., okay? Um, at one, Anne Royal, she has this whole backstory, um, and she couldn't collect her husband's military pension. And, you know, a lot of women were going through this because, like, you know, their husbands were leaving them, you know, poor and, you know, when they passed away and, you know, there was all this circumstances going around. Like, you know, why are you not giving, you know, my money that I've obviously earned to the woman, you know, that I've been married to? So, you know, she wrote John Adams all these letters, tried to contact him to get an interview. At what that a cool time, name, though. John Quincy Adams, yeah. right? Yeah. Isn't that a cool name? Yeah. Hate my name. Why? Michael Allen Caldwell? Rebecca Gay. Caldwell. I'm going to get Gidget, Rebecca Gidget Lynn Caldwell. But John Quincy Adams? Yeah. Fucking awesome. So at this time, women were not allowed to be, uh, were not allowed to interview You still shouldn't be. I'm kidding. What? 
<laughs> kidding. Don't make me hit you. Okay. Fuck women. No, literally, that's what you do to them. Really? You have two daughters. Fuck you. <laughs> hate right. you. All right, so... <laughs> you just threw my notes, bitch. All right, so... <laughs> So, wrong. so Anne tried to contact him with no no avail. She couldn't. He was he was refusing it. So she paid a visit to to Adams while he was skinny dipping. Was she like, uh-uh. no. so what? He she tried to talk to him and he said no. You know, leave. Blah, blah. He was naked at the time. So she sat on his clothes while he was in the Potomac River and said, "Look, you have to go and you know help these military women get this pension." And and he said, and finally he needed his clothes. He couldn't. <laughs> so he said. Sure. So he ended up helping get the military pensions into th- what it is today, all by a woman catching a guy skinny dipping and, it's and good. sitting on his clothes. Because their military deserves every fucking penny they get. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So she got him on his si- on her side, and uh, military pensions were given to widows, and, you know, everything was all good. So she, uh, was she also – so not only was she the first newspaper woman in the United States, <laughs> she became the first female to interview a president in the USA. Interesting. And royal. Never knew that. Yeah. Fun fact. FF no- – Number 686. <laughs> I don't know. It's like saying Honestly, that's probably right. I give them out all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. All right, next up. Play the clip. This is it. Uh, we're back. Manny Pacquiao is on all the right. way. President Bill Clinton is here with us. So if I was president, and I won't be, let's be honest, <laughs> the first thing I would do after Eyes putting well, my hand on, on that Bible and I taking that Allen. oath to serve the country <laughs> is... I, would, I, I wouldn't even probably Allen, finish though. the oath. I would run to the White House. I'd demand to see all the classified files on the UFOs. Because <laughs> I want to know. I'd want to know what has been going on. Did you do that? Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, we had... Uh, I think it was at the beginning of my second term, we had the anniversary of Roswell. You waited that long? I did. Wow. Well, I didn't. And then I, there's also Area 51. You remember there was a great sci-fi movie where there was an alien kept deep under the ground in Area 51? So first I had people go look at the records on Area 51 to make sure there was no alien down there. (laughs) And people thought that because everybody who works there has to stop about an hour away and put on special clothing and then drive in and out. And that's because a lot of our stealth technology is made there. We know that now. And, and, but there are no aliens there. So then I, when the Roswell thing came up, I knew we'd get, you know, gazillions of letters. So I had all the Roswell papers reviewed, everything. If you saw that there were aliens there, would you tell us? Yeah. You would. Well, I think, look, what do we know? We know now we live in an ever-expanding universe. We know that there are billions of stars and planets literally out there, and the universe is getting bigger. We know from our fancy telescopes that just in the last two years, more than 20 planets have been identified outside our solar system that seem to be far enough away from their suns and dense enough that they might be able to support some form of life. So it makes it increasingly less likely that we're alone. Oh, you're trying to give me a hint that there are aliens. No, I'm trying to tell you I don't know. But if we were visited someday, I wouldn't be surprised. I just hope that... uh, This is a former president. It's not like Independence Day. Yeah, right. 
that it's a, you know, a, a conflict. Well, now we have friendly Maybe the only way to unite this incredibly divided world of ours. You what he says? They're out there. We better think of how all the differences among people on Earth would seem small if we felt threatened by a space invader. That's the whole same, theory of independence. You're right. Like, you're everybody right. gets together and same makes Reagan. nice yep. and, you know. You and Bill O'Reilly would be hiding in a bunker together. <laughs> Oh, go away. He'd be every mean thing he ever said about me. Say, I don't care. Look at that. <laughs> I just thought that was an interesting clip to play. That's awesome. Um, and, you know, one thing I will say about the Clintons is they are about disclosure. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Next up. All right. So this is the funny story, kind of. It's weird. You can tell your last ones and then we're good. This is my last one. Okay. Okay. So Theodore Roosevelt. Teddy. Yes. He was a huge admirer of Abraham Lincoln. Yes. Okay. Um, Good old honest Abe. Yes. A photo dating Eagle. back a, a photo dating back April fifth, eighteen sixty five shows Teddy and his brother are shown in the top of the window of the Roosevelt Manor watching the uh the Lincoln funeral procession. Okay. Really? Now that's a real photo. Yeah. yeah. So this is you know I can Google that? Yeah. Just type in no, uh right Teddy now, Roosevelt, Abraham Lincoln, it'll come up. So when he was sworn in um, office for his second inauguration in 1905, he actually wore a ring containing strands of Lincoln's hair, which a doctor had cut from his head on the night of the assassination. <laughs> Seriously? Yes, you can look this up. So John Hay, who became Roosevelt's secretary, um, who also was a secretary for Lincoln at the time, uh, back in the day, um, had paid uh, this doctor uh, hundreds of dollars for six strands of his hair. Um, That's some voodoo shit. <laughs> so he sent the letter to Roosevelt um, with a note. So let me read you this note. Okay. So tell me how weird that is. I mean, that's a little weird. Okay. Weird. So the note that he, he wrote to Theodore uh, said, <clears throat> Dear Theodore, the hair in this ring is from the head of Abraham Lincoln. Dr. Taft cut it off the night of the assassination. I got it from his son. His, I got it from his son, a brief... Prejud- I don't know what that means. You know, they talked weird. So please, <laughs> wear, please wear it tomorrow. You are one of the men who most thoroughly understand and appreciate Lincoln. I have had your monogram and Lincoln's engraved on the ring. Yours affectionately, John Hay. Where does that exist now? What, the ring? Yeah. Um, I think it's, uh, it has to exist, right? It, do- it does. Uh, I don't cool know where it is though. I would like to go see that. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Taft was a weird motherfucker too. Yeah. Um, hold on. Teddy and Lincoln ring. Let's see. It's really pretty actually. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen it. <laughs> I would imagine it would be. I mean, so, I mean, I guess that's voodoo shit. Mm-hmm. There it is. There's the ring. Oh shit! Look, it's got the hairs yeah, in it. You, you see, can it, all? see it. It's like an opal kind of thing, and then it, yeah, it's weird. It's really cool. So, um, but yeah, so here's um the the picture of uh Abraham Lincoln's funeral, and then identified in the Roosevelt Manor is Teddy Roosevelt and his brother. Oh, that's cool. As boys, I didn't know. I didn't know that. So that's awesome. So that's two little fun facts for you. But FF number six fifty two. <laughs> or you said 648, I think, earlier. Yeah, you said 668 or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so I thought that was really cool because I love Theodore Roosevelt and I love Abraham Lincoln. So to have those two together, it's, like, amazing, you so, know? So this is perfect, then, because this ties in. Where? Okay. Sort of. Epic rap battles. This is the one we watched last week. This is one from the last election. 
the last election. Yeah, the four year years ago election. Oh, okay. I had to listen to this because me and the kids were on a kick. Yeah. Okay. Abe Lincoln plays in the play. Oh, God. He's in it again. Just listen. City where you're looking pretty with your blowhards, but come January, you'll be left evicted and with no job. Raw rhyme stronger than my jawline when I spit a phrase, knocking you harder than front doors in my old mission days. You see this silver spoon, this the mass out of debt. Took you four years to drop unemployment down below 8%. You feel that, Barry? Your old dues, everyone's having doubts, and your rhymes are as weak as this economy that you've done nothing about. Call me a vicious businessman, cause Romney's stealing this race. I'll go bait capital. On your donkey ass, we structured your face. Well, they say your father was a great man. You must be what's left. Need to stop hating on gays. Let them teach you how to dress. You got the mama jeans and a Mr. Fantastic face. So rich and white, it's like I'm running against a cheesecake. Republicans need a puppet, and you fed. Got their hands so far up your rear, call you mate. I'm the head of state. You're like a head of cabbage. About to get smacked. Buy my stimulus package. You're a bad man with no chance. You can't even touch me. I got four more years. Two turns. In the White House. Just trust me. I hope you saved your best rhymes for the second half. Because right now, I'm 47% for kicking your ass. Whatever. That 40% thing got you real mad. Wouldn't it remind you how many decent parents you had? Uh, look, I respect our religions, uh, but it might get crazy if the White House is a first, second, and a third lady. Ha! Don't bring up wives, man. What are you doing? You got hitched to the female version of Patrick Ewing. Uh, let me be clear. Uh, don't get it twisted. We'll see how pretty your face is after my face is kissed. Uh, 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 you're a stuttering communist. Oh, yeah? Well, you're stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Uh, I the power invested in me by this giant bald bird. The president shall not be the shiniest of two turds. You, I want to like you. Don't talk about changing to her. I fuck what was on my brain. I tell her bullet went through her. And you, money man, your pancake, you flip over there. It's a country, not a company. You can play like my Whenever Abe comes oh, into play, shit. Uh, uh, actually, the White House is supposed to be haunted by. Yes, Abraham that was one of my things. We'll get into. Yeah. The, I think we should do a whole episode on yeah. just the White House because mm-hmm. there's like so there's many a lucky things. mouse. There's, there's a cat. contaminated water. Here's a cat. Yeah. There's Tat Taft who mm-hmm. he's like a ghost. There's all kinds. Yeah, of there's shit. a bunch of shit going on. But the White House you see now is not the original. It was burned down. People don't remember that though. It's smaller. They yeah, re- they rebuilt it. <laughs> So, but yeah, it's it's still the the earth, the earths. Yes, are we all done? Yeah. All right. So. Oh wait, I have one more. This is funny because it goes to baseball, which just Kay. ended. Go Cubs! Did you see that? Yes. That was a crazy game. Okay. Well, that was I, fucking I caught crazy. the end of it while I was editing upstairs. It's good. So Grover Cleveland was a cradle robber. Okay, he married the daughter of his law partner. He was present, which he was present at her birth. 
After his partner died, he became the girl's legal guardian. Several years later, they got married at the White House and had a child, Ruth. She is the namesake of the candy bar, Baby Ruth. So what there you a go. terrible name, Ruth. I know. Ruth. 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 It's like a Eleanor. That's even better than Ruth. That's <laughs> <laughs> ah, terrible name. <laughs> so, yes, that's it. That's all I have. That's it. So, uh, go check us out all over the place. Yeah. XDExperience.com. What's our voicemail? 1-802-483-3682. I repeat, 1-802-483-3682. We're coming up on episode 100. Get your voicemails in. Yes, come on. Don't be vaginas. <laughs> if you have one, then you're okay. I don't know. And then call. Yeah. <laughs> Do Obama. Then call. You gotta have that pause Just in. grab him by the pussy. You know, you just got to grab him by the pussy. It's the only way to do it. It's yeah, the best I mean, way to do it. opened up the you're, bar. You're just talking about emails <laughs> over there. Just stop, okay? Because I'm tired of hearing about the emails. Yeah. Just stop. Because you're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. You're right? wrong. Stop interrupting me. <laughs> you're wrong. Go fuck yourself. Like, I think that's what he wants to say. I don't know what we want to say. Who cares? I don't know. It doesn't matter. We're, right. we're polishing the shiniest of two turds. Yes. The All lesser right. of two evils. So, yes, I am Inspector Gidget. Agent M. Uh, you can find me at BeckersX3 at AWL.com or BeckersX3 or Gidget Lynn everywhere. I'm everywhere. Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook. Just fucking find me. Go to XDExperience.com. You can find everything. I'm not massaging Deadpool's head. I was making sure my microphone's been turned okay. off the whole time. That's very weird. <laughs> uh, MikeyX9, everything. Twitter, untapped, Instagram. Yeah, you're all easy. Just go find me. You'll find me all over those places, and it'll be great. So, all right. Are you in the song? Yes. You know this what it is. The best right? song to end. It's a great one. The I was driving. End tomorrow. I was driving home the other night in the truck, and I heard this singer singing, and I thought <coughs> we lost a fucking fantastic yes. singer in his prime. He was the best, yeah. the one and only. There's nobody you will ever touch yeah, him. No. I don't care, Chris Brown. You can act like him all you want. You know, from the artistry to the dancing to the uh, musical aspects to. He was just he was, he was one of a, he was he one of a kind an entertainer. He was he wasn't just an entertainer. Like you know, you have Beyonce who has like thirty people write one song for her, you know? Like Michael Jackson would literally you just beatbox. It. Spoilers. Spoilers. Sorry. But Michael Jackson would literally beatbox and then find the tone and then develop the song. Like he was he was a genius. Uh, he was definitely one of a kind. Yes. You know, we don't have that today. Here we go. And it goes for the election. Yeah. R.I.P. America. We've probably done this before. Who cares? Gonna make a change for once in my life. It's gonna feel real good. Gonna make a difference. Gonna make it right. As I turn up my collar.
today. Need to go die in a fire because we might be by Russia in a matter of a couple weeks yes, or months P- or Putin. whatever. Putin is a bad motherfucker. Yeah. We don't want to fuck with him, yeah. and we're already starting to piss him off. Yes. Yep. Oh well. Yes. 
Oh well. Don't Go out, that. people. Stand up for your rights. Stand up for your country. Don't your let privileges. anybody. Don't let anybody. It's our privilege. Research the facts. Open your mind. There's more to the story than we're being told. Yes. So I love y'all. This is Gidget Lynn, and I'm gonna say peace out, Brussels sprouts. Uh, keep it real, banana peel. Make the change. Make the change. Change. <laughs> Stay creepy, fuckers. <laughs> Stay creepy, Tip fuckers. Your Tip your strippers. I'm out. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.